Okay, so we have like a laundry list of stuff that we need to introduce, right? Like we have quite a few announcements. Yeah. Oh, also, what did you think of the opening music from last week? I don't remember it. I'm gonna be real with you. I'll go back and listen yeah. to it though. I'll let it's, you know. It's like some like cowboy-ish kind of funk. That's fun. Yeah, I think it's called Mechanical Bull Ride. Is Fuck the name. Yeah, Cool, yeah, do you want to do the intro? Yes, of course. I have a great intro ready. Well, we have to do the actual intro first. No, I have the actual intro, and oh, it's okay. great. Oh, great. Okay, it's going to be Halloween-themed. I got it. Got it, okay. <laughs> Let's go. Welcome to Best Boys Deep Dive. No, sorry, fuck, I fucked it up. Hold on. Welcome to Best Woos Deep Dive, <laughs> our passion project both literally and figuratively. I'm your host with the most ghost, Jesse. And I'm your co-ghost. It's Halloween! Leo! (laughs) (laughs) It's October, which means it's technically Halloween. It's technically Halloween. Uh, So, look. (laughs) The 31 days of Halloween. The 31 days of Halloween, like how ABC Family or Freeform or whatever they're called now uh, does the, uh, the 25 days of Christmas or whatever. Yeah. It's like that, but with Halloween. But it's spookier. Spookier. Uh, so so we, I, I actually don't know the topic for this one. You've you've kept I've this one kept a it a secret because it's a Halloween surprise. Yeah, I'm excited. I don't know what this is about. Uh, but first things first. Before we get to the actual meat the and meat. potatoes of this the episode, meat. uh, we have some things we need to address. First of all, uh, where the hell have we been? Uh, because it's been a hot second since recording the last episode. And I feel was... like we had a decent amount of listeners jump on through, like, people that we know from school and, like, our friends. Yeah. And, like, we've had a decent amount of people start listening, and then we just have not posted fucking anything. <laughs> yeah, so that's interesting. So what happened there was um, my computer just shat the bed. <laughs> Your computer and went absolutely hog wild. My computer just, like, said, hey, I'm not working anymore. You need to do a factory reset. And I went, ugh, okay. And then I did that. And then a week later, it was like, hey, I'm not working anymore. You have to do a factory reset again. And I was like, idiot. hmm, something's fishy here. So I shipped it off to Kentucky, which is where the Best Buy Geek Squad headquarters lives, apparently. That's where they live. <laughs> That's their house, I guess. And then, like, they live two... in Kentucky exclusively. And, and then, like, a week later, after having no computer except for my mom's gigantic, shitty, slow computer with none of the stuff I have on it, after all that, I got the computer back and everything was fine. Uh, so it's been a while. Safe Have you and been, sound, Leo? But it was still, it still took a bit. Yeah. Have you been? okay i got a new job and i finally quit target i'm so so glad yeah Yeah, i'm so happy that i quit target target fucking sucks they do not take care of their employees and like they're decent um 
Store-wide minimum wage means nothing if they don't actually give you hours to make it mean anything. So yeah. I actually have a job that pays bills now, and I'm way happier, and I have good. less time to do things, but mm-hmm. I can pay rent, so that's good. <laughs> like, say, a podcast. Yeah, perhaps a podcast or two. Mm-hmm. Um, also, you might notice uh, that we're <laughs> we're on actual podcast services now yeah we which is um, so crazy cool jesse finally um after quite a bit of searching it was kind of difficult for us but jesse finally found us a good rss feed for our like stuff to be hosted and we have Mm -hmm. our content available on spotify google play and what else did you say uh spotify google play uh anchor fm uh breaker and we're working on getting it on itunes at the moment yeah, it's being vetted and screened currently. So that's awesome. Yeah. I'm glad you I'm glad you took that upon yourself because I would not have any idea where to start with that sort of thing. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you for doing mm-hmm. that. For and sure. I, I, I when you texted me and I was I was out with a friend and you texted me and you're like, Oh yeah, we're on Spotify now and I looked it up and I saw like my artwork that I did for like the channel art and I was like, Oh shit, we're on Spotify. That's so cool. Yeah. So yeah, I have a lot of friends that are like, when I tell them like we're, we host on YouTube, they're like, oh, okay, yeah. And I was like, well, we're working on getting our shit on Spotify. And I mentioned it to a, one of my friends specifically, and she was like, okay, I'll actually like listen to it now because Spotify's way easier. So hopefully yeah. we'll get more people that say they'll listen, actually listen, because Spotify is like way easier. Listening to it's shit on way YouTube is so clunky. To... Yeah, like listening on YouTube, like you might have like an ad pop up or whatever. Yeah, and, like, you like, have to keep your phone on unless you have, like, YouTube Red or whatever. You yeah, have to keep and, your like, YouTube, like, turned on, like, in your car, and that's kind of weird, and it eats up the battery, it eats it up the really data. Does. Like, it's just not worth it, but this yeah, is easier. Yeah, now you can listen to us on the go. You could download episodes if you want. I totally you forgot about episodes. that. You can have. You can listen to us anywhere. You could listen to us working out. You can listen to us on a hike. You, you can, can have listen- us downloaded into your phone. That's cool. You can own us no. on your phone. No, no owning. That's weird. <laughs> you can have us in your phone forever and ever, and we'll never leave. Unless you delete it. Bring us to all of your hot dates. <laughs> you gotta check these guys out. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, check, Nick, out these... check out check out this podcast i found it on spotify it's pretty lit it's so fun these oh, guys they... say it's pretty lame like yeah these guys suck check it out the, the talk about like fucking lame before time is shit is dope um is dope. we are dope is there uh is there something else we need to address yes um you are doing a D thing i am doing a D thing uh, we are uh not leo and i but well, Leo and I partially, uh, sort, sort of, yeah, yeah. So I and a couple of friends of mine uh, are doing an actual play podcast uh, uh, that is currently called uh, Role Plus Queer, um, and uh, we are working on uh, getting ready for some campaigns. Uh, we think that we're gonna have the campaigns uh at least start somewhere in december we don't know we don't have a set date yet so be on the lookout for that uh and leo uh is helping me write uh, a short campaign for that Um, i'm going to be brought on as a story consultant due to my niche expertise as as uh as the (laughs) as the situation calls for it (laughs) yeah 
Um, so that episode uh, we'll record probably sooner than later. Hopefully. Um, Hopefully we'll be able to do it soon. Yeah, and that'll be an episode of Best Boys Proper, but we won't be able to release that until after uh, the like that series of role plus queers out because we don't yeah. want to like give away spoilers to like locations and characters and such yeah we're gonna um, do like little workshop podcasts where we flesh out the world and npcs and stuff and then later mm-hmm. on we'll publish them as like you know kind of like the uh the the adventure zone zone like a behind the scenes like talk episode yeah. sort of thing i know where they record like, those later on out. yeah but this is where we're trying to like figure out like what is this gonna be like what it's like a making of. It's with. like a making yeah. of episode or something like that. Yeah. Maybe a couple of episodes, depending depending Maybe, on how yeah. long it takes. Depending um, on how long it takes, and depending on how like deep into the the fusion fall lore we want to go. Yep. Um, we will figure it out, and yeah, you guys will be the first to know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so stay tuned for that. In the meantime, Leo. It's Halloween! It is Halloween. It's, it's actually Halloween in a couple of days. Yeah. I don't want to date this episode, so never mind. I mean... I was going to look it up, but... I mean, I mean, this episode is going to come out this week. Okay, yeah. Cool. So, uh, we are recording the uh, about four days before Halloween. It's coming right around the corner. Do you uh, want to do it so we publish one the day before and the second half on Halloween? Uh, if it goes to be a two-parter then yes cool okay we can figure that out yeah yeah it may be a long one yeah so our longest episode to date of best boys deep dive was the uh scooby-doo meets the boo brothers uh one which i took four pages of notes on for this episode i took seven pages of notes so we have a lot to get through Cool. So Leo. Okay. We'll we'll figure it out as we go. This may be a two-parter depending, so strap mm-hmm. in, folks. And uh so I'm going to take y'all back to the scariest year, the scariest time of any year ever in in human history, October 1988. Fuck yeah. Just 1 year after the release of Scooby-Doo meets the Boo Brothers and less than a month before the release of Scooby-Doo and the Reluctant Werewolf. We're talking about Scooby-Doo and the Ghoul School today. Oh, fuck yeah, okay, yeah. The second Red Shirt Shaggy film and the eighth Hanna-Barbera Superstars 10 film. Uh, I remember you were wanting to do this episode. Cool, I'm glad that this is our Halloween episode. I'm so glad. Um, So, like I said, this was released in October 16th, 1988. Reluctant Werewolf was released... November 13th, 1988. Less than a month like passed in between these airings, which is absolutely wild to me. That's awful. Like, that should never be the case. Those poor animators. Those poor animators. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, We've talked about the the method in which... um, Oh, I don't think I've mentioned this on the podcast, but I remember telling you... um, I don't, maybe I mentioned on the podcast, but we, have we talked about on the podcast, like how Hannah and Mr. Barbera, like pioneered Mm -hmm. the animation industry with the cell, like the broken up cell layer animation? I think so. Yeah. We we may have talked with just each other, but maybe not like on the, on air. Yeah. Just as a brief overview, I actually learned about this in my computer animation class that I'm taking currently. 
great class. I want to really say demo reel at the end of the semester and publish it onto our channel. I think that'd be cool. But anyway, um, we learned about different methods of animating when we first started the class. And um, we learned about William Hanna and Joseph Barbera and how they helped um, bring animation into the TV industry by um, basically they made it easier to animate things by splitting them up onto different layers rather than having everything being animated on one layer. So they had to redraw like everything. Instead of doing that, they had it so like, you know, the torso was on one layer, the legs were on another layer or whatever. So it was almost like a puppet. So if you mm -hmm. left the torso still, but like Shaggy was walking, you could just switch out the cells underneath it where the legs were moving. Or like if the head is moving back and forth, you just animate the neck. That's why a lot of characters like Scooby or like Yogi Bear or whatever, they have collars or neckties or whatever to separate the like seam in quotes of like where the two layers are overlap. So mm -hmm. that's like this era of animation was probably like, Maybe that's... I don't know. I don't know if they would have used that um, method in 1988. Do you have any information on that? The uh, I'm not sure if it's the same technology behind it, but if it's not, it looks remarkably exactly the same. So as... they were probably using that method back then. Yeah. Head of Most likely. Okay. Yeah. No, notoriously, like, super cheap with animation. Yeah, and that method it, is a lot easier and a lot cheaper to accomplish, so it makes sense mm -hmm. that they would still use that. I know... And the um, 80s weren't a great time for Hanna-Barbera, so this is them at their cheapest. <laughs> yeah, I think... Um, I think the switch over to um, fully digital animation didn't really happen until, like, the late 90s, so this that probably checks out. I'd have to do some additional research to really prove it but that sounds right that sounds like and if you say it it looks like that method then it probably is there are times uh watching boo brothers and this where i genuinely thought they were just using the same the exact same like cells and models from like wow, okay. the original show it's highly likely to be honest yeah um, it, it the only real difference that they would have to make is making Shaggy's shirt red and changing his his khaki bell bottoms to blue jeans. Yeah. And that's about it. Um oh, another thing that I wanted to mention actually on air. I know I told you about this. I don't think I mentioned it on the podcast, but again, in my animation class we were talking about um I don't remember what it was. I don't even think we were talking about walk cycles, which would make sense. But oh, I think, I think it, like the repeating background, or maybe oh, it was yeah, walk yeah, yeah. cycles. Uh, we were talking I about like. I was hoping you were going to bring this up. I, we were talking about more methods of animating, like that Hannah and uh, Barbara did, and the example that uh, my my professor showed us was the fucking scene <laughs> in Scooby Doo meets the Boo Brothers, where Shaggy is walking in the forest. And what's his name? Billy Bob Bill, or something? Billy Bob and uh, Sadie May. Billy Bob yeah. and Sadie May are chasing after Shaggy, and he's got a or gun. Maybe it's Sadie, or maybe it's Sally May. I can't remember. Probably, I don't know, maybe Sally. But they're, like, chasing after him, and they keep, like, pushing each other down and following it's him. The, and Shaggy's it's like, it's wild that I feel like I'm getting chased. Blah, like, blah. I feel like I'm being watched. Like, isn't that wacky? But I just gotta keep telling myself nobody's out to get me. And it yeah, just keeps like, going he, he for, keeps, like, a full minute. He keeps going, and he's like, it's really quite silly. Like, there's like, nobody following me. It is a very me. funny joke, but it does go on for, like, way too long. Oh, my long. God. It's funny and then it's awful and then it's funny and then it goes back to being awful 
Because, like, after a while, you kind of, like, uncomfortably laugh at how long it's been going for. My whole class was like, when is this gonna end? (laughs) I lost my shit when it came up. I was like, oh my god, it's this scene. And then after we finished watching it, I turned around and said to Dana, I was like, my best friend and I have a podcast, and we talked about this scene on an episode because we were talking about that movie. And, oh my god, is that a difficult scene to sit through all the way through? Especially on air, because that's what I did, right? Like, we recorded yeah, my did. reaction to it. Yeah, I had to put, like, a ticking clock sound effect, it, like, while you were, wa- like, in the middle of watching it, just to- so it wasn't just a full minute and a half of just dead air. Just complete dead air, nothing. Of, like... of you being like, <laughs> hmm. I <laughs> just like, okay. Oh, uh, yeah. Still listening, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, still going still going still going okay. nobody's out to get him yeah yeah. <laughs> um, yeah good job shaggy this is something i didn't mention last time uh <laughs> uh is I, I just something i think is a little funny is like i remember the vhs and dvd covers uh for uh these films the red shirt shaggy uh trilogy franchise uh they 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 hide his shame they they cover up his like red clothes with green, like they they swap out his like his current look with his like more iconic look. Whoa, okay. I wonder if it was to make it look like it wasn't like a knockoff. Maybe, but it has like the Scooby Doo branding all over it. Like Scooby looks the same, but like it's just I don't know. Maybe it was because they didn't want to confuse people. Like, who is this guy with the red shirt who's hanging out with Scooby all of a sudden? What's he doing here? That's Norval. That's just regular old Norval. (laughs) Um, Evil twin. So if you look at like the the box art of any uh of any like DVD, uh, Blu-ray, VHS, like Betamax, whatever, uh. For Boo Brothers, uh, Ghoul School, and Reluctant Werewolf, they will all have Shaggy wearing a green shirt and brown khakis and like his, his classic getup. He has little bell bottoms, and they just swap out his his outfit to like make it his more iconic look. It's very strange, but some VHS art like doesn't have that for Boo Brothers. You know, it's probably the older versions that don't have like. The, the older versions are probably red, and the newer ones are probably like, yeah, why the fuck is he red? Like, let's fix that. It's, it's <laughs> a very strange... At least for the strange... box, car, box art. Yeah, it's a very strange, like, I don't know, retrofitting, like... It's like they're <laughs> like, retconning. And no. They're like, it's yeah, like they're a, trying to, They're like... trying to do a Berenstain, Berenstein, but it's not working. <laughs> <laughs> they're trying to, uh... They're trying to do, like, what Lucas did to the Star Wars movies and just cover up, like, no, this needs to be just full of CG. Yeah, We need yeah. to add in, like, a giant dinosaur covering up the entire shot. Like, we <laughs> we need to fix this. <laughs> they're gaslighting a generation of Scooby-Doo fans. <laughs> They need to like. That's awful. <laughs> could you imagine like if they actually had the money? You know, if this if this made enough money and they gave enough of a shit, they probably would go back and change it into green, right? 
they would consider it. I, I feel like it's been on the table at Warner Brothers at some point or another. Like, hey, we should go back and scrub through and just make them green. <laughs> just hey, change the I saturation say, a bit. Though, I don't. I think that's a pretty big if. I don't think a lot of people give that much of a shit. I think it's something that has been considered, like, maybe once. I'll I give think you that. Yeah, it, I think that's It's fair. an idea someone in sh- in a position of power has had. Oh, speaking if of even Shaggy. even for briefest the moment. Speaking of Shaggy and um, kind of him walking. So um, on uh, our last episode, I'm pretty sure I mentioned my fascination with theme park history and how I've been, like, dipping my toe into that, like, online community lately. Mm-hmm. And in doing so, I um, watched the Rock of Fire documentary uh, oh, about yeah. the Rock of Fire explosion. And... Um, uh, for those of you who don't know, the Rock of Fire Explosion was the animatronic band that was um, that ran or performed at Showbiz Pizza before um, Chuck E. Cheese, the, before they merged and Chuck E. Cheese's like characters took over. Um, a lot of the animatronics are actually retrofitted versions of the old characters with like new skins on them. It's like yeah. a little, it's a little so, bit unsettling. <laughs> yeah, so the character like Mitz, uh, Mitzi Mozzarella became a. Uh, uh, What's her name? Henny, I think. Henny yeah, Henderson yeah, Henny. or something like that. Yeah, uh, it's yeah, Henny the chicken girl. Yeah, she's cute. Henny, I Henny. like her design. Yeah. I think I think they're pretty fun. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, and like uh, Rolf Rolf de Wolf, who was the um, uh, comedian with like a puppet. Yeah, hey, his animatronic became Mr. Charles himself. Mr. Charles Entertainment ch- Cheese. He became Chunky Cheese himself. Yeah, he became Mr. Charles. But um, they wanted him to have... Chuckless Cheese. Chuckless Cheese. <laughs> but they wanted him to have blue eyes, so they switched out the animatronic's eyes with Beach Bear's blue eyes. So, That's um, so weird. It's a little bit they're unsettling, trying to, yeah. They're trying to Frankenstein him. That's a little so bit. Weird. A lot of... I feel like the animatronics that are running, like, to this day used to be Rock of Fire um, animatronics. Unless they've been updated, but I don't think Chuck E. Cheese is really updating their stuff that often. I don't know if a lot of them even still have their animatronics running. There's a Chuck E. Cheese, like, know. not too far from where I live. Like, I've, I drive past it when I'm on the interstate um, uh, on occasion. But, like... I don't know if they still have animatronic bands going. You should go but anyway, and see. Anyway, yeah, I want to go, but I don't have kids, obviously. You're um, the kid. I am the kid. Where a kid can be a kid. But mm-hmm. anyway, the reason I You look like a radical up, teenager who's going to go do. in there and like, spray paint all over everything. One of my friends says that I look like I'm from a different time period because of the way that I dress, so I could probably pass as a child from the 80s. Um, yeah. But anyway, the reason I bring all of this up is because... Um, I really like the Rock of Fire Explosion characters. I like their designs, and I think... I don't know, I've just been really fascinated with animatronics as a whole, and I just think they're really cool. There's a lot of, like, science and art and creativity and programming and robotics and stuff that goes into it, and I think it's just, like, a really cool culmination of skill. But, um... Yeah, so I was... For my most recent uh, computer animation project, we're supposed to animate a walk cycle. And, um... I want to animate Beach Bear... Uh, mm-hmm. who's the guitar player for the for the band, and he also sings. Uh, he's great. He's my favorite character. I think he's very cool. But um, I was figuring out how I wanted him to walk. So And he's like, you know, he's like a hippie, beachy kind of character. Mm-hmm. So I studied Shaggy. I studied Shaggy's uh, walk cycle, and I noticed 
the way he walks is really funny. He'll yeah. like he he literally like he leans too far forward for me. I'm not gonna yeah, use. Yeah, he has a he has a weird like hunched back. Yeah, kinda. that's not exactly. His the... arms flop around like they have no bones in them, and they're just yeah, made of they jelly. like they're like tendrils almost. But um, I'm having for my animation. I'm gonna have Beach Bear holding a guitar, so I'm not even gonna animate the arms. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm gonna have him kind of leaned back with the guitar kind of ah. sitting on his hips. But I'm I've been sh- like studying the way Shaggy's legs move, and they're really funny. What he does is he'll kind of like flip his leg out so his his toe is pointing upwards and he just slaps like it down on the ground. He's in a marching band. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he flips his leg out and then slaps it down. It's so funny. <laughs> I knew his I knew his feet. I knew the way he like flicked his feet or like the way he moved his legs was really funny, but I never really knew why until I paid attention to how his legs moved so I could kind of replicate it in my own work. And like maybe maybe that's why like the 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 in studio audience for uh, Scooby Doo was laughing all the time just because his legs were fucking weird. Yeah, the <laughs> way he walks is just, just real goofy. He's a really they just like, see his walk cycle and they're like, <laughs> <laughs> what a weirdo! <laughs> Look, at Look at this fucking Joker. But yeah, that's what I've been working on recently. Oh my god. And it was fairly relevant. But yeah, let's let's jump into it. We haven't even let's, really started. Yeah, let's jump into Scooby-Doo and the Ghoul School, which this movie does. Uh, it, it jumps right in. Uh, last time, it opened with, like, the weird theme song about, like, a ghost witch. Yeah, there's the witch thing that never featured ever again. Yeah, it was, like, a theme song to a different movie that was retrofitted to be about the Boo Brothers. I don't... It was very strange. Um... This one, it just opens with the actual, like, with just, like, the characters driving in the rain. And, uh, this is, again, like, the second Scooby-Doo movie that opens with them driving lost in the rain. I feel like that's every single Scooby-Doo anything. That's true, but, like, that's like no. That's how Scooby-Doo episodes open up. Usually it's like, oh, no, we're lost. Well, let's park outside this creepy old place. They always find, like, where they're going in these two movies. In these two movies, they, like, are like, oh, no, we're lost. Oh, no, it's okay. We found it. It's fine. It's like they deal with the, the drama, like, in a second. <laughs> these are these are movies with just Scooby and Shaggy, right? The rest of the gang are And in Scrappy. Them. Oh, yeah, Scrappy's in it. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Um, Content warning for Scrappy-Doo. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, also, uh, this, the opening has them breaking the fourth wall. So, like, they're, they're driving, and the title comes up, and Scooby says, look, writing. And, and, uh, they, they see, like, the, and starring Scooby-Doo, like, circle around Scooby-Doo, like, the, what's the thing in, like, the, in the, like, when it's about to close, and, like, the circle, like, closes in around their head? Kind of like the Porky Pig, Looney Tunes. Yeah, like thing. that thing. Yeah. Like the circle just goes around Scooby's head and it says underneath him, starring Scooby-Doo. And he's like, see? And he like pulls it over. He pushes it over to Shaggy and he's like, well, now get this out of the way. I can't see the road or whatever. That's <laughs> really funny. It's funny, but That's it's like. That's a pretty good bit, but I'm sure it's like never mentioned ever again. It's never mentioned it's again. Never, <laughs> it, it's not pulled just... through the rest of the movie at all. You just bring, uh, you just destroy the fourth wall in the first four seconds, <laughs> just and then punch through it, and then ignore Kool-Aid its style. existence, <laughs> and then like you just walk over the bricks of the broken wall for the rest of the movie. 
just nope. ignoring that it's been there. Yeah, never, never even uh, acknowledge it ever again. Yeah. Also, last time, Shaggy inexplicably had a dark green truck that he drove around in. I this like time... I, I feel like I remember that. Yeah, like, you were like, oh, it's a truck? That's weird. Like, just yeah. a regular, like, like hunting truck like Sasha. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Sasha's pickup truck. Yeah, just Sasha's pickup truck, but green. Uh, this time, it's been swapped out with a van, but a red van. It's not the Mystery Machine. It's just, like, a red van. Uh, Shaggy's plumbing company is going well, I assume. So, well, they're not they're not plumbers in this one. They, they've... I don't I don't understand the career arc of the the Scooby gang because they went from like mystery solvers then Shaggy Scooby and Scrappy went off on their own they inherited a bunch of money from Shaggy's like rich uncle Beauregard then they gave it away to charity and then now they're hired as gym teachers at an all-girls school which is baffling to me I don't think there's any coherent like I think you're definitely reading way too much into this. I'm reading I don't too much into it's... it. However, <laughs> However, it's it's weird that they're hired as gym teachers. Yeah, it's a little strange. Two of them are dogs. <laughs> like two of them are dogs, and Shaggy what? is just like his, Shaggy's like he's a gymnast. He's established in the first episode of uh, Scooby Doo, Where Are You? That he's the swingingest gymnast in high school. Yeah, he's gonna swoon right in. But yeah. <laughs> But like in the in the in the movie they're talking about like oh yeah lifting weights and doing like Playing you know sports. actual Does Shaggy look like he's ever held a football in his life? No. No he really doesn't. <laughs> the only football he's Fred, ever held Fred is made could of be a weed. Gym teacher. I'm sure that dude has some like practical PE knowledge. Yeah, he's beefy. He's built yeah, like he's, he's built like fuck. knuckles. Yeah. He's got a Dorito shape. Yeah, like he could do it. Why Fred, Shaggy? Fred's not a himbo, isn't is he? He's not stupid enough to be a himbo. He, in recent years, I, I'd say he's pretty stupid. He's undergoing himboification over time. Yeah, he, himbo confirmation surgery. Yeah, God, Frank Walker <laughs> One might is say. Has, having to capture that essence over time. Frank Walker is in this, by the way. Oh, good. Good for we'll, him. We'll Who get to him. Play? Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get, get to him. him. Okay. We'll get to it. Uh, so, and also, I don't know, it's weird to me that there's an all-girls school, um, and Shaggy, a man, is hired. That's a little odd, I think. Yeah, you'd think they would hire, like, other women. I don't know, who knows, yeah. whatever. It's I'm, fake. I've never it's... been to an all-girls school, I don't know how they work, but, you know. Yeah, I don't, like, um. I don't think that this is meant to be taken any sort of seriously. Yeah. Also, to hide the map... Uh, to stow the map away for safekeeping, Scrappy put it between two pieces of bread as a sandwich and then gave it to Shaggy to eat. So Scrappy went from being the smartest character in the last movie to the dumbest piece of shit in this one. Hey, remember not too long ago when uh, me and Tyler and Sasha watched the Blair Witch Project and there was that one scene <laughs> where the one guy just fucking throws their map in the creek and because he's like, we're never going to get out of here anyway. This map hasn't been helping, whatever. That's literally like, that's this. But like at the beginning of the fucking movie, they're like, well, beginning might as well doom movie. us forever. And Scrappy's like, no, it's fine. I kept it there for safekeeping. Everything's okay. Like there's something kind of funny about Scrappy's like, can do happy happy go lucky attitude 
But there's also something incredibly annoying about it. It, like, there's a teeter-totter. Yeah, I I wonder why Scrappy sucks so bad. I feel like it's... Because like... there's some lines in this movie where he's genuinely funny. There's a bit where, uh, uh, Scooby uses his tail as a windshield wiper, uh, for, like, the car because it's raining, uh, and they stop the car really quick because there's a moat in front of, uh, the school, and he, like, launches off of the top of the car and, like, pancakes against, like, the door. Okay. And Scrappy's like, go, there goes my Uncle Scooby. He's always ready to go in first or whatever. Like, that, that's kind of funny. Just, like, clearly has, not paying attention. That's really funny. He's got some, he's got some like, good lines in this, but he's also just, I, I just want to punt him. Yeah. You know? It's, it's weird. I don't get it. Yeah, but, he's, I, I feel like Scrappy might get some, I feel like some of the, the, the hate that Scrappy gets is a little bit uncalled for, but he does suck, and, like, I wonder why that is. I don't, <laughs> like yeah, specifically. I really don't understand. Like, why also, doesn't his character work? Also, the school, uh, Grimwood's uh, finishing school for ghouls, because it's a ghoul school. It's a ghoul um, school. Is located right next to a military school uh, called Callaway uh, Military whatever, and it's that's an interesting choice that there's two schools right next to each other. One of them is for, like, military, you know, cadets, and the other is for monster girls. Little ghost girls, yeah. <laughs> that is a it's, little weird. It's an odd choice, but okay. Um, Does that factor into the story at all, or is it just kind of a random detail? Uh, it factors into the story a lot. Oh, fantastic. These, these cadets are important characters to the oh, story. I'm glued to my seat. Yeah. So remember how last time every story there there was like fourteen different story arcs that had nothing to do with one another. Yeah, I remember that. There was there was just a gorilla and Shaggy was oh looking God, for I money, the and there was gorilla. there was a sheriff trying to track down the the idiot, and there there was like a there was like the farm boy who was who kept shooting at Shaggy. There was just all this stuff that and nothing of it converged into a singular plot. Farm boy's this, little sister wanted to fuck Shaggy. Yeah, and this one, this one does have like an actual. It's a bunch of stories pushed together, but it's it, it's hard to explain. It's like there's a story that happens, and then that's dealt with, and then there's another story that starts and ends, and then it just keeps going in a linear path, as opposed to having different arcs that happen. At diff- that start and end at different points. It might as or well just don't be like end a clip all. show. Yeah, this one actually is like a continuing narrative. It's just a continuing narrative that's just all over the fucking place. Is this one... Would you say that this movie is better than Boo Brothers or worse? It's... You know what? Yes. But it's also a mess still. Because it really it's feels better, like it was... you mean? It's... It feels like it was written in a week, or Which less. It probably was. Like it let's probably be real. was, but Boo Brothers felt like it was written in a week, and they had no clue what they were doing. Ghoul School feels like they knew sort of what they were doing, like they had an idea of where they. I feel like they didn't have like an idea of where they were gonna end up, so they just kind of just kept writing and like, and now there's this, and then this happens, and then we're just gonna keep going, like. What conflict can we get out of this situation? And they just kept piling on different plot points. So it all feels like a very jumbled story, but it all kind of 
works as a linear flow as opposed to Boo Brothers, which is just everything and nothing. You said that the, um, didn't we say, we were talking about Ghoul School not too long ago, because I have seen this one. Um, I hadn't Mm -hmm. seen Boo Brothers because I got it confused with Ghoul School, actually. But I have seen this movie a very long time ago. I was watching it, like, on a car ride, um, with, on, with, like, one of those little portable DVD players. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did watch this movie as a kid, and I feel like we talked about the fact that it was, like, boring. Like, it was just so here's the thing. really boring. I tried watching this about a year ago, too, and I, I that. also found it incredibly boring, and I stopped about halfway through. That was my mistake, because the first half is boring as shit. But the second half is fucking bananas. <laughs> you know what? I don't think I finished it, to be honest. So I might have made the, the same mistake. I felt like it was really long, but I was also pretty young. So maybe it I just is, didn't have a good it is pretty young. It is pretty long, though. Is it's it really? 90 minutes. It's God, a it's full hour even, and a half. It's not even that long of a movie, but good lord. It's a slog, apparently. It, it slogs for the first half. Uh, we'll get to it. Uh, so... At the school, uh, they immediately... In- oh, also, there's a moat around the school that okay. has uh, a two-headed shark in it. Uh, and they they go across the, the moat, and they're immediately encountered by a disembodied floating hand who's sort of like a butler. And, oh, cool. Uh, and, I love that. Oh, I love the disembodied hand character. I think that's a fun design. Yeah. And uh, the... The school's pet dragon matches, who is voiced by Frank Welker, oh, doing fuck like a, yeah. doing like a, like sort of a, it's sort of like a almost a speed buggy voice. Oh, like but a, like more gremlin-y. Yeah, like that's, that's how he communicates. It's yeah. kind of fun, but it's also kind of like, it like, sounds oh, like that's unpleasant. It just sounds like Slimer from the Ghostbusters cartoon, but, like, pitched down a little bit to sound more gremlin-y. Like, horny. <laughs> yeah. It's like horny Grimer. Or, no, sorry, Slimer. Slimer, yeah. Uh, Grimer. <laughs> That's funny. So, Slimer's shitty cousin Grimer. <laughs> God. Uh, Miss Grimwood is the teacher of the school. And, Miss Grimer. Uh, <laughs> and they, uh, Scooby and Shaggy are like, oh, this is, like, this is like a scary school. I don't like it. I'm getting out of here. And they try to leave. But then Grimwood says, no, no, you signed a contract. <laughs> like, you signed a contract. And Shaggy signed with just Shaggy in plain, like, print text. Huh. He didn't sign it in cursive. He just wrote his name Shaggy. He Not did even it in crayon. Like... <laughs> <laughs> he did it in... He didn't write Shaggy Rogers, not Norville Shaggy Rogers in quotes. Just Shaggy in, like, print handwriting. And, and Scrappy says, that's right, we were witnesses. Isn't that right, Uncle Scooby? And it, like, shows a close-up, and there's just two paw prints. <laughs> there is legal witnesses for the contract That's signing. so funny. <laughs> um... Scrappy uh, is well-versed in legal <laughs> jargon and stuff like that. That's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we have the the students of uh, Grimwood. Uh, there, there's This is weird to me. There's only five students at Grimwood. 
this seems like a weird pyramid scheme that there's an oh entire God. school and it only has five students and there's a school next to it which also only has five students <laughs> what the fuck are these parents doing sending their kids to these schools well i mean they're like monster kids so they I might guess. not have parents maybe it's like a no they do orphanage oh they, no, do. they do what yeah yeah so sabella uh voiced by susan blue is the daughter of count dracula gotcha uh, okay, that makes sense and uh winnie werewolf uh is uh the daughter of a werewolf all of their dads show up in the movie cool uh, okay and uh winnie is voiced by marilyn uh schreffler in uh her final role uh she passed away earlier that year from liver cancer oh no um, that sucks elsa frankentine frankentine that's cool is the daughter of not frankenstein's monster his name is frankentine senior <laughs> so it's another one okay whatever no uh but it's, Elsa, it is frankenstein's monster he just rebranded he rebranded to frankentine senior <laughs> he wants to be hip please frankenstein was my father's name call me frankenstein senior <laughs> didn't um wasn't there a little mummy girl too yes love uh, her she was very elsa, cute she's very cute elsa is voiced by pat music phantasma is a very giggly ghost uh and she's the daughter of i think the phantom of the opera he has like a like a big gray trench coat and like a long hat like one of those long wide brimmed hats I think it's supposed to be like a knockoff Phantom of the Opera. Interesting. Uh, He's like a Phantasma. detective almost. Phantasma is voiced by uh, Disney legend Russie Taylor. It's Russie. Uh, it's Russie Taylor. Russie. Okay, but yeah, yeah, she's voiced by Minnie Mouse. Yeah, uh, Minnie Mouse. I, um, which is I, super cool. I learned how her name was pronounced by listening to Talking Tunes, and Rob okay. Paulson was like friends with her, so I figured that's the correct yeah. way of saying it. Also, yeah, Russie is just cute. Russie sounds like Russie is very cute. A cute uh, name. Rest in peace. She did a fantastic yeah. job. Rest in peace. Yeah. Uh, and the final uh, the final girl is... Uh, final girl, because it's Halloween. Uh, uh, is Tannis, the adorable mummy. She's so cute. She's the little tiny mummy. She's the youngest student. Her name's uh, Tannis? That's funny. Tannis, yeah. And uh, she's like voiced by... Like the podcast. By, yeah, she's voiced by a dwarf actress named uh, Patty Maloney. Interesting. Uh, okay. Uh, she retired in 2011. She's still alive today. She's 83. Whoa, cool. What a legend. Yeah, uh, that's and, awesome. And uh, just a few years prior, she was playing Lumpy in Star in the Star Wars Holiday Special. She was Chewbacca's uh, son in like the like the Wookiee costume Whoa. in the Star Wars Holiday Special. Fuck, <laughs> and that's, then she, that's pretty funny. That's an interesting uh, thing to have yeah, on your resume, that's for sure. like... Like go Tannis. Yeah, right. <laughs> you went, you went from being like Chew, you went to you went from being Chewbacca's like retconned son to being <laughs> to being like a little mummy girl who hangs out with Scooby and Shaggy. That's Fuck pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's a pretty interesting um yeah. backstory or like uh interesting uh filmography for sure. So Scooby, Shaggy and Scrappy are gym teachers at sure an all are. at an all girl monster school. What do you think like the, the the premise of this movie is? 
what do you, what do you think like the what do you think like the end goal of the film is is at this point? You may this may not be fair because I have seen it. I feel like I vaguely remember some plot about like the school closing. Was that it? No. No. Okay. No. That would actually make more sense. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a better they, idea, actually. So but the military school, the military school next door, are rivals with them. And they want to beat them in a game of volleyball so they can win a trophy to put in Tannis's mummy case. And Shaggy, Scooby, and Scrappy are going to be their new coaches to teach them how to play volleyball good so they can beat these military cadets and get a trophy to put it in Tannis's mummy case. The look on your face is of disbelief and also the what's the opposite of intrigue resignation <laughs> um i mean sure it's just the volleyball anime but scooby and shaggy are in it haiku exactly no is. fuck that we're watching scooby-doo in the ghoul school hell yeah <laughs> um the the next morning, uh, Shaggy and Scooby are are training uh, the girls. They're doing some warm ups, and the warm ups is ballet. So they're all wearing tutus and dancing ballet. Leo is vaping at me. Like I'm vaping to the side. I'm you're not... you're making direct eye contact with me as you vape. <laughs> I'm paying attention. I'm listening. No, I to know. You. I'm just giving you a hard time because I have to because oh. you're vaping. That's fair. um. Either way, I just wanted to point out that watching Shaggy and Scooby dance ballet is really fucking surreal. Watching Shaggy with a big smile on his face, eyes closed, doing like the 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 swan position, doing like the the whole like you know stereotypical dances while wearing a tutu and a red shirt is like one of the funniest images I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh, you know the like I bet there was a ton of kids or not kids i don't know the you you explaining that scene to me just reminded me of that like post um or that screenshot that's used as a reaction image a lot where it's like i hope this doesn't awaken anything in me like i don't know maybe yeah. there's people out there that's really like uh seeing shaggy in a tutu and dancing ballet yeah um there's something so, for everyone yeah it cuts over to the the cadets at the callaway school they have the most racial diversity i've ever seen in a hannah barbera production wow, <laughs> which means yeah, that's saying a lot which means there's two people of color <laughs> wow great job hannah barbera <laughs> there's there's five there's five kids uh three of them are white and two of them are uh just nondescript person of color ah yeah my um... one, of, one of them's named jamal okay so Either way, I don't know if they're actually voiced by people of color. Most likely not. Um, oh, probably not. Hey, yeah, this is my friend. He's of color. <laughs> yeah. He sure is also, non-white. <laughs> also, I didn't write this down, but it occurred to me that one of the Callaway cadets is in fact named, uh, is in fact named Grunt. Like, his name is just, he's the fat one, and his name is just Grunt. <laughs> oh no that's awful 
Also, I do. I, I just realized the alliteration. That's, that's of worse cow- than not worse, but that's on the same level as like chunk from uh, the Goonies. Yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> it's up there. Um, also, I, I like the alliteration. I just realized of Callaway Cadets and Grimwood Girls. That's, yeah, that's pretty cool. That's cool. Um, so they're they're sort of like a. They do the approach, the classic approach of, oh, the normies don't recognize that the monsters are monsters thing. Like, with the monsters or whatever. Oh, Where yeah. everyone's like, like oh, Herman, that... monster, why are you being weird at work? And he's like, I don't know. And, like, <laughs> they just kind of don't notice the fact that he's Frankenstein. You oh, know? yeah. They're like, oh, the gods are just like that. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, <laughs> so they, they're just like, man, those girls are weird. And, like, that's it. They, they're, they're like, hmm. They're never like, why is this girl turning into a bat and flying around? <laughs> why they're is just this girl like, basically invisible? They're like, huh, what a couple of freaks. Most of them are like literal corpses. So like, yep. <laughs> that's kind <laughs> of fucked of them, up. Yeah, one of them is like furry constantly. One of them is wrapped in bandages. One of them is like a reanimated corpse. Yeah, literally. Yeah, one of them is a an actual specter that walks through walls, and the other one is the daughter of Count Dracula himself. So you'd think that they would they would be able to catch on after a while that hey, maybe these maybe these girls are things baby may monsters. not be what they seem. Yeah. Um, also, Sabella. Look, all the characters have sort of like one jokes. Or they don't have any jokes at all. Um, Sabella's only joke is that she says, uh, fangtastic. Oh, great, yeah. And she says fangs a lot. No, it's like my immortal. It's like like my immortal. It's like Ebony Dimension Darkness Ravenway from, uh, (laughs) from my immortal, the Harry Potter fanfic, which we absolutely need to do a deep dive on at some point. Oh my god. It was so difficult to, like, sit through that, and I wasn't even the one reading it. Like, our friend was reading it to us, and we couldn't, like, it's so difficult. It's so hard to read. Um, so... They they realize that they're hungry, and so Sabella, uh, they ask Sabella if she, the kids ask Sabella if she has any money, and she says, all I have is a Transylvanian dollar, and she pulls out, like, a single silver coin, and when he's like, yeah, that should be good, you should go get a pizza, and she's like, alright, and she turns into a bat and flies off to go get a That's pizza. That's pretty funny. And then she comes back with a pizza, and and Shaggy and Scoopy are like, oh, what's 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 in this? This is pretty good. And she says, ah, oh, everything, you know, spider webs, snails, and tadpole tails. And they're like, oh, that's yucky. Womp womp. It's like, the, it's like, yeah, we that that joke comes up a lot in this movie, where like Shaggy and Scooby will go to eat something, and they'll be like, oh, this is really good. What's in it? And Grimwood will be like, oh, it's I don't know, placenta. Dead mi- it's dead mosquitoes or yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's like cockroaches. She, she literally says mosquitoes at one point, and they start itching themselves, and they're like, oh, yucky, or what whatever. What the fuck? It's, Later like, on... it's like every um, food-based challenge on Total Drama Island. <laughs> yeah. At one point, they, uh, at one point they're, they're drinking some uh, punch, and she says, yeah, that's my favorite poison ivy punch made from scratch. <laughs> I thought you were gonna she, say that they were just straight up drinking blood, and I was like, "That's how would pretty they not? morbid." Yeah, that's pretty that would be dark. way that would be way too blue for a Scooby Doo production. Yeah, like, 
Yeah, you're drinking another human being's blood. Like, but also, like, Scooby and Shaggy, like, you would think they would know. Like, yeah, this isn't edible. Yeah. Mm, tomato juice. A little, love it. This tastes a little metal. This tastes a little coppery. Mm, a little salty. I don't know about that. Ugh, that's yeah. horrible. I hate Ooh. that. Um, I'm glad it was poison so, ivy over blood, to be honest. But I, I just really love and hate the the line made from scratch that's pretty funny it's pretty funny but it's also kind of yucky it sounds like this movie has some interesting concepts but it's not super executed well i absolutely would say exactly that um that's fair that's a fair assessment i think so at this point uh they're they're going through for a jog um and they're eating some pizza and uh we are introduced to the villains of the piece um Revolta, the witch of the web, is who she is a like kind of lady, sort of. So the she's witch just of like the worldwide internet web. So she's just she's like just a like regular, a really unethical hacker. That spider. So themed. she she looks up. I want you to look up a picture of her because she looks like a normal person who happens to be like a little green or yellowish. Huh. Okay. And she has like some big, some like big teeth, red eyes, and like four arms. And oh like God, big okay. green hair. I don't know. Like her design's like kind of all over the place. Cause like what is she, her name? Uh, Revolta. Uh, that's a fun name, Revolta. Yeah. The and she has, she has, uh, she has an assistant, uh, in the form of a gourd named the Grim Creeper. Oh my God! Yeah, she's pretty weird looking. Yeah, I don't know. Her design's kind of like it's a bit fucking upsetting. wild. I saw yeah. a post, the fact that she has four arms reminds me of a post, and it was like, if you had four arms, you would need four sets of pectoral muscles in order to control them, which means mm-hmm. you would have, like, four titties. <laughs> this lady only has two titties, but she should have four titties, apparently. Yeah. That's um, really funny. Yeah, then she, uh, her assistant is a, a sentient gourd with one eye and a mouth and tentacle vines named the Grim Creeper okay um and revolta her her evil plan is to capture the ghoul school girls and become the most powerful witch in all of monsterdom i'm trying to look up a picture of the grim creeper and i didn't find what i was looking for but i found this and i'm gonna send it to you give me a sec oh good i'm so excited uh let me look up a picture of the grim creeper for you that's what i found oh that's fun it's a it's a picture of the grim reaper with like the scythe of the hood but his face has been replaced with a creeper aw man from uh minecraft from minecraft and he's also like the line art is in green it's pretty funny yeah um and i'm sending you a pic uh to your phone since you already have it up of uh the grim creeper um the grom cropper the grom cropper if you will. Oh my god, he's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> he's like a potato, but worse. Yeah. And he, he talks like, Oh, Revolta. Hello, Revolta. I work for you. Or oh whatever. God. Like, he's just a little freaky I will, goblin, I will dude. carry out your dark needs, Revolta. Here's the, here's the thing. I genuinely believe that this guy awoke some fetishes in some people. Uh, because I don't it was like, like that. He's got some weird tentacle things. His tongue is always hanging out. 
He's got a big old mouth. He's a sentient gourd. I don't know. This is someone's jam. Uh, this is someone's jam, and I don't like it. Sounds um, like it's your jam if you're the one thinking of it like that. I don't think I would have I just, come to that conclusion. I just saw, like, all the weird vines doing, like, wrapping around people and okay. whatever. Okay, And I made yeah. the association of, like, vine equals tentacle, tentacle equals hmm, so. Yeah, I get that. I feel like that's a pretty fair assumption. Or a fair fair association, I guess. Yeah, Revolt's plan uh, is to capture the girls and become the most powerful witch in all of monsterdom. Which, that, that feels like a real, like, step one, capture the girls. Step two, step three, uh, become most powerful witch. <laughs> Profit. Like, there, there's, like, no, there's like, question middle marks step. for step two, yeah. What yeah. about these girls makes it so that you would be the most powerful monster in the world? Maybe because she would have, like, leverage for the, like, adult monsters? I don't know. Well, you would, you would think, but that ends up not being the case later. Although she does say, like, now with the monster, now with the adult monsters, because they show up for an open house later. Of course. Uh, and then they leave, and she's like, now that they're gone, I can spring my trap. And it's like, well, why can't you spring your trap before they showed up? And I did and not plan it, it, things well. Yeah. I didn't say um, I was an effective villain. Yeah. Also, uh, Miss Grimwood also employs uh, an octopus as a butler. So that's fun. Um, sure, whatever. Whatever, yeah. Why the fuck um, not? Yeah. And, yeah, I, I, there, I finally put in my notes around this point. Why are there two entire schools right next to each other for just five students each? Like... It sounds like Callaway and Grimwood are running, like, opposing, like, Ponzi schemes. <laughs> and, like, it... Right there's next some, door to each other. There's some sort of, like, tax evasion <laughs> situation, something or other going on here. There's something illegal happening, and I'm not sure what. They're this is something them. that, like... This is something, like, the old school, like, uh, Scooby-Doo would have solved. Like, this would have yeah, been a mystery. Yeah, it's like some real it's like figuring out the or whatever the fuck. Follow the money trail, or whatever, but there, there isn't any of that. Um, also, there's, there's so many puns in this movie. Oh, like, almost every line is a pun. There's a lot of, I've heard of tight situations before, but this is ridiculous. And there's a lot of, like, there's a lot of fantastic... There's a lot of like, man, these go these girls sure are ghouls, eh, Scoob? And whatever. There's a lot of just like, wordplay, word association, bad it, puns, it just, it, it, bad puns. There's a lot of it. Um, and also, there's a bit where they're uh like, where they're having some food, and the slurping and chewing noises, are so loud. Oh. They are mixed. The audio horribly. mixing was just so bad. The audio mixing is so bad because it's just like they're having a conversation and then Grimwood takes a sip and she's like... <sighs> like, just the loudest possible sip. Yes, and then and we, like, will, we will... We will... Um... We'll win the volleyball tournament, and you know we'll get this 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 medal. <laughs> oh my god! Well, yeah, the chewing noise is just. <laughs> Sorry, listeners. Yeah, I'm sorry if you're not into ASMR. Uh, Especially Jesse chewing noises. Yeah. Leo slurping. I got, I got peanut butter in my mouth. Yeah, right. I have yeah. peanut butter stuck in between my teeth and try to get it out while putting my face into the microphone ASMR. My mom just texted me and asks if I asked if I if she wants if she want if I want her to send me the my costume for Halloween. 
And it's like, well, that would have been a good offer if uh, the Halloween party weren't yesterday. <gasps> oh, no, uh, that's nice. So, gonna have to pass on that, Mom. What was your costume gonna be? Thelma from Scooby-Doo. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, uh, I was gonna go to the Halloween party, but I was like, I don't have a costume. And also, I'm just not feeling it. Gotcha, um, okay. But then, I don't know, if I had the costume would have been more motivated yeah that's fair i um yeah i got invited to a friend's place for halloween but i'm pretty sure it's a costume thing and i don't really have anything either i'll probably be able to throw something together at the last minute though um so there's a bit where they're uh warming up for the game because the game's already here like it's about to start oh okay Uh, so you, if you're Good thinking job, shaggy you really train them super well yeah i bring that up at one point because like the the only training that they do is just some like warm-ups and jogging exercises they have like stuff for like lifting weights in the back of the van um and there's uh and you know and they do like the ballet thing over like earlier on but they don't do any volleyball practice huh. i'm no like expert in playing sports but I'm pretty sure that you have to practice the sport yeah, in order to like play the sport good. Fundamentals are great, but like you should probably practice the actual sport. You would think. <laughs> um, so they're doing a a a warm up uh, shrieking exercise. Oh, great! Um, because they're 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 monsters and they they shriek instead of breathing exercises. Um, there are vultures on top of the school, and they put on some like, like earmuffs to like muffle like the like music or whatever, and then they start shrieking, and the vultures grit their teeth, <laughs> and it's it's weird seeing birds have teeth. Oh yeah, it's, it's, that's always very jarring whenever I notice that <clears throat> in yeah. any sort of show or drawing or whatever. I'm like, hey, that's not a thing. Yeah, so I'm gonna send you uh, a picture. Because uh, Callaway tells uh, this, his students, uh, look, uh, like, I want you to do out there, to go out there and do your best and win the goddamn trophy or whatever. Like, Does you better he say keep that goddamn? trophy over here. No. But he, like, he's yelling, like, you got to win. He's, he yells that. But as he does that, the camera, like, zooms in on him and he makes literally the scariest face oh my god his fucking I, I pointy just, ass teeth is so scary yeah i i can't i don't know if, i don't think i can put this like in the the podcast because it's an audio medium i just want you all to know he for starters he looks kind of like dick dastardly with his like waluigi mustache he really does that's what i was he's thinking got like too. a he's got like a big pointy nose his eyes are like sunken in and he, it's a close-up of his face, and he's got, like, these, this giant fang sticking out, like, long... It's it's just a scary, off-putting face. And this is the um, Callaway guy? Yeah, this is the Callaway guy. This is the... the I mean, he's already scary because he's a bootlicker. Yeah, like, yeah, absolutely. like, he's double scary because of, this of that face. face. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he doesn't talk like how you would expect him to talk. You would expect him to be, like... Come on, man! I've seen better. Yeah, I've seen like better. You think of him to be like gruff. I've, and... I've seen better maggots outside of a swamp or whatever. Yeah, like, you know, shit like that. But he talks like, uh, "Hello there. I, uh, I, I want you all to know that I, 
I'm I'm the military trainee, and I I don't want y'all to goof around on set. Now now, now get, uh, go to attention. Why you know, do you, like why he does just, he look like he would sound like fucking Skeletor? Yeah, he kind of does a little bit. Like it's he, weird. He has a he has he a look, weirdly high pitched voice. He sounds like he he looks like he would be like, "Nah, win the volleyball tournament, or you'll never see the light of day." Like something stupid like yeah. that. He sounds like he would have he's, like a Starscream voice. He's also scrawny as shit. Like he is the he is the twinkiest uh, military officer I've ever seen in animation. Like it's wild. Chad um, um Grimwood versus Incel Caraway. Yeah. Yeah. Um uh back at the school, Phantasma uh like does like uh like she turns her neck around. They're like loosening up their neck muscles and Phantasma turns her head 360 degrees around a bunch cuz she's a ghost. Yeah. And then Scooby sees that. And he tries to emulate it and he does like the thing where his head spins up and his neck's like a little like, like a, a top like a spiral thing. thing yeah yeah here's the thing that joke is usually kind of funny but he does when he does this they added in a snapping noise <gasps> oh my god why and it's it's a kind of a it's the sound of like a twig breaking it's very upsetting it actually gave me a headache when i listened to it because i just i heard that noise and i was like oh no god what the fuck that guy's dead. <laughs> yeah, Scooby Doo fucking died. He fucking died. You guys um, killed him. Uh, he ends up like untwisting his neck, and he like tornadoes out of the window and falls into the moat where the sharks are. And they're like, "Yeah, he we're all gonna go dies. first. <laughs> no, they're just like he's just hanging out with the sharks, and the sharks are kind of scaring him. But the ghoul girls are like, because their whole thing is they see a scary situation. And Shaggy and Scooby are like, oh no, that's a dangerous situation. And the girls are like, hooray, that's fun. Yeah. We like rotten food because we're wacky, quirky ghosts and whatever. Because that's, their, that's the, the one note joke. Yes, we're it's, it's very like, It's very like 1950 sense of humor of like, ha, that's not what normal people do. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, like ha, that's, ha, that's all. <laughs> how quaint. <laughs> Corpses. People do things differently. <laughs> How um, odd. Honey, look at this. So Shaggy sees Scooby running for his life in a moat full of a two-headed shark. And Shaggy's like, oh no, Scooby, get out of there. And all the girls are like, yeah, Scooby's got a great idea. Let's all go for a swim. And they like jump down. And Tannis remarks, my mummy taught me how to swim. I can go a Nile and a half. I remember that. I actually remember that joke awful i go back and i go back and forth on this joke because the delivery is cute because she's a little kid on the other hand come on man really it's it's extremely ham-fisted it's very ham-fisted uh so they get to the 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 volleyball court and because the big game is up uh the big game uh uh calloway's like Grimwood, this, 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 this court is a disaster. There's not even a net. And Miss Grimwood calls out legs, and this big furry spider squeaks on over and goes, and he starts like spinning a, he spins a web to make the net (laughs) for the volleyball court. I kind of like that. It's kind of fun. Yeah, that's kind of a cool, cool thing. Yeah. So 
they start you so the Grimwood girls and the Callaway cadets they're at it and they're they're doing the volleyball game so uh the girls have the upper hand because uh Elsa's super strong Sabella can turn to a bat uh Winnie can dig real good and also is pretty strong Tannis has like wrappings around her that she sticks on the ball to like kind of like fake them out like oh i'm throwing the ball no i'm not i'm throwing the ball no i'm not so you know, they're kind definitely of that. cheating they're cheating but they like they're using their own abilities but also the callaway cadets are also cheating because they use military technology one of them's a wacky inventor oh okay so they have like military technology so they also cheat the implication is that callaway keeps winning only because of callaway cheating oh okay but it doesn't make sense because you would think that the Grimwoods would be able to cheat too with their supernatural superpowers. Yeah. Do you think that that would cheat? make them at least even out? Yeah. With like the the Callaways. Do they get their ass handed to them? Uh, at what point? Okay, so at one point, uh, they use a whole ass jetpack. Oh, of uh, course. To cheat at a game of volleyball. I was expecting something like that. Some sort of weird, like, let's use a tank. So, let's bring a tank onto the court. Whatever. Who cares? Let's yeah. just grab some fucking they, they guns. Have, they have, like, a remote control, like, chip placed in the volleyball. So they can, like, remote control it so it, like... Like a drone. So, yeah, so it, like, fouls on Grimwood's side or whatever, and it, like, does good for them. But then Scooby accidentally eats the remote, so he hiccups and the ball's going crazy or whatever. And I think that's what makes the winning point the winning point. So Grimwood wins by just one point. Um, So they all super cheated. They all super cheated, but everyone cheated, so it's whatever. Yeah, whatever. Um, (laughs) Uh, Grimwood, uh, uh, they're all celebrating, and they start prepping for their Halloween open house. And Scooby and Shaggy show off some pumpkins that they have that are in literally the shape of their heads. Okay. So it's not like a jack-o'-lantern that's, like, carved with, like, you know, the silhouette of, like, Scooby-Doo's head or whatever. It's just, there's just straight up a gourd. In the world that's shaped like Shaggy. That is shaped exactly like Shaggy. It is molded to his hair, his eye sockets, oh my God. his nose, his like, his even his like chin is like defined in this like pumpkin state. It's very strange. The pumpkin is a little um, bit hairy, so it looks like his fucking chin. Yeah. Also, uh, so this is another uh screenshot I took, uh, because I want to illustrate something to Leo. Uh, they they, uh. They say that they're making caterpillar cookies because they're monsters and they make weird food, whatever. Yeah, Phantasma, that's the whole thing. It, Phantasma in the background is, like, gathering the caterpillars. Oh, no. And I don't think that the animators know what a caterpillars are. What the because fuck those, are those? Those are just green spiders with six legs. Those are not caterpillars. They're, like, horrible insects of nondescript origin. I literally, I think that, like, (laughs) I think one of the animators, like, heard about caterpillars from a guy in a bar once, 
Like, he was like, yeah, they're green, and they're furry, and they have six legs, and they're tiny and squat. Yeah, and they walk around all funny, and I don't like looking at them. Yeah, like, you, you use a big old, you use, like, a big old spatula to squish them. Get his ass. Or whatever. It's fucking weird. Uh, but yeah, so... Shaggy and Scooby realize that the open house means that the adult monsters are going to show up. Um, and Shaggy says because of this, oh no, we're going to be trapped in a house full of monsters. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. You already are. Yeah, you literally already are. But these are you more powerful are, big you... monsters. Maybe, I don't know. But, but, yeah, they are, but like, you'd think that like, hey, I'm your kid's teacher. That wouldn't make that wouldn't make Dracula be like, okay, I'm gonna eat you. Yeah, you know? that's like, true. That's, that's not that's like, not a you're, situation. You're, you're in, dude. You're fine. Yeah, you're chill. Like <laughs> yeah. everything should be fine. You it's don't like, have to worry about like a my thing. Mom, that's like my mom meeting like my like fourth grade history teacher, and then like my mom's like, well, time to kill you. <laughs> I'm gonna to put a soundbite in of this, huh? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna put a soundbite in of this. Because I think it's so fucking funny. Oh, good. We come back from, from the commercial break, and Frankenstein Sr. is, like, outside, and he's, like, you know, shambling up to the door, and he groans. <laughs> and I'm, I'm gonna do my best, like, imitation of it for you, but I'm gonna, like, put the actual sound in the, like, podcast. Oh, great. <laughs> It's like it's like Stan from uh, the Care Bears movie. Yeah, the fucking Alice in Wonderland Care Bears movie that we talked about. Call me Stan. Stan. I don't think we actually talked about Stan in our in our episode. I feel like we talked about that. We didn't like. We might have. So the Jabberwocky in the Care Bears Alice in Wonderland thing uh, was named Stan, and he he talks like this. Yeah. I don't know if we mentioned it, but if we didn't, we're sorry. That's 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 what Stan sounds like. He's a great character. I'm gonna eat mm-hmm. you, Grumpy Bear. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so uh, Shaggy is like cornered by all these monsters and is like, "Please don't hurt us. We, you know, we we don't mean no harm or whatever." And the mummy, the the father of Tannis, says, "Hurt you? I want to hug you Aww. for making my daughter feel like a winner." Oh, that's so cute. Like, so cute it's adorable um this is a cute so, movie like it's kind of dumb but it's like harmless it's kinda, this is the moment this is the part where it kind of shifts and i'm like okay you know what i'm kind of on board with this movie now okay. like this is like the midway point um like this is when i start to be like you know what this movie's actually pretty all right this is a pretty pretty solid flick as it turns out um so the parents leave one by one and each of them, one by one, tell Shaggy, Hey, so we good. But if anything happens to my daughter, I'm gonna come back here. And I'm gonna kill you. Basically. Like, in no short term. Like, every single one of them, like, Dracula says that and then he walks away. And then the werewolf comes up and is like, And if anything happens to my Winnie, you're gonna pay. And, like, then he leaves and then Frankenstein Sr. comes up and he's like, anything happens to Elsa you're gonna get it and they just like keep they like they do this five times for each of the monsters <laughs> that's pretty funny and, 
Yeah, like, just to really pile on to Shaggy, and then Scrappy, who is in a different room, walks in and is like, bye guys, they seem so nice, <laughs> you know, and friendly. They must really love their daughters. <laughs> yeah, like, he doesn't, he didn't know, he didn't, like, witness, like, them threatening their lives, oh, so he's just funny. like, oh, what friendly folks. Yeah, right, like, <laughs> like, they seem cool. Yeah, they seem chill. Love them. Um, so now that the, the, <laughs> now that the parents have left... Uh, Revolta sends out her spider bat, um, because she has a spider bat, um, spider bat, spider bat, uh, so the spider bat is, like, hanging upside down, and this is the one visual gag in the entire movie. There's, like, like, everything else in this movie is so spelt out, and it's so, like, like, every joke has to be explained and, like, said out loud, but this joke is, like, pretty simple, it's she holds up a picture of Shaggy to the bat and says, "Go get this one." And the spider bat looks at it confused, and then she rolls her eyes and she turns it upside down. And he goes, "Oh, okay." That is and really funny. Flies off. That's it's pretty funny. That's pretty. Like, yeah, that's pretty cute. It's like the one. It's like the one joke that doesn't need to be overexplained. It's like, <laughs> like there's no like, oh, for crying out loud, I have to turn everything upside down for you. Yeah, bat. right. It's not like, oh, I yeah. forgot. You can't see unless it's upside down. Hardy horror. We're explaining the joke. Yeah. Uh huh. Um. And also, this is around the point I realized that Shaggy in the last movie he was really hostile. Like he was like. Hey, cut it out, Scoob. Shut up. You're being weird, you know? Like, he was be- <laughs> I'm he was gonna kind kill of you. <laughs> you remember that? Like, he was kind of like, fucking, shut up, Scooby. You're the worst. I hate you. I hate traveling with you or whatever. You guys but this are supposed time around, to be friends. Yeah, but, like, Scooby will, like, see something scary and, like, he'll pull Shaggy over and Shaggy will be like, there's nothing here, you idiot. <laughs> you fucking dumb idiot, man. man. Fucking get it together together you loser yeah, or right. whatever and then in this one he's like oh there's nothing here scooby you're silly and he just walks away so he's kind of got like a personality overhaul that's good he's not as much of even, a fucking dick even though you would think that oh maybe it's just the stress of the last movie the stakes are much higher in this one because they, the threat of dracula they, they, is like, killing their him lives or whatever. have been literally threatened yeah, as opposed to, like, I mean, I guess, like, Billy Bob was also threatening their life, but, like, he was pretty incompetent. This is Dracula. Like, these are higher stakes yeah, than higher some stakes. idiot with a gun. Yeah, some hillbilly, like. <laughs> some dumb hillbilly versus, I don't know, the Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. <laughs> and an actual Egyptian king. And a werewolf. And can, a werewolf. That can and, and Franken- will tear you to shreds. Frankenstein's monster and Count Dracula. <laughs> Count um, Dracul himself. So this is another really interesting, like visual component. Uh, sh- so the spider bat goes to Shaggy as he sleeps, and he spins a web that forms into headphones around him, like around his ears as he sleeps, and Revolta begins to speak through the headphones like hypnotizing him in his sleep and that's like kind of an interesting visual idea of like like a spider creates a web and the web becomes like a transmitter of some kind that's an interesting idea and it's like actually kind of a clever like unique design choice and it's something that you don't they, they definitely didn't have in uh 
Boo Brothers. Yeah. Which was just like, here's a ghost. Here's like a Civil War guy. It's whatever. Here's a gorilla. Know. Do you want a gorilla? A gr- We've got a gorilla. All right. Well, we'll tint him a little blue, but we, yeah, it's still a gorilla. It's just a gorilla. It's Mr. You want a hillbilly? You want a hillbilly? We got a hillbilly. We gotcha. <laughs> but that's kind of yeah. it. Yeah, but like everything here, the designs for like the, the new characters... There's a lot of personality to them, and there's a lot of personality in, like, the production design a lot more than just, like, here's just, like, a spooky woods area and a bl- dark cemetery at night. Yeah. Like, even at night, there's still, like, light. That was a complaint I had about Boo Brothers was that it was, like, just so dark yeah, and I couldn't Yeah, you couldn't, like, tell what background. was going on. There's, like, the background is just dark blues and blacks and purples and grays, so you can't see anything very clearly. But in this one, even when it's night, it's still pretty light out, so you can, like, see pretty clearly, like, the backgrounds and stuff. That's good. Yeah. It seems Um, like, from how you're describing everything and how much more, like, it seems like effort was put into the characters and, like, the plot. Yeah. It seems like the people working on it probably liked this project a decent amount. They just didn't have the time or resources to be able to make it, like, something really good. And that kind of sucks. I don't know Maybe. if that's the case, yeah. but given they had such little time, it wouldn't surprise me. It's possible, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, maybe they did have more time because... Uh, there was only a month between this movie and Reluctant Werewolf. I don't know if they were working on these two at the same time yeah i don't know but, maybe uh probably but uh ghoul school at least was in production uh like la- the year before because the actress who voiced winnie passed away in january of that year oh yeah so like she had to have recorded all of her a dialogue like way before yeah that's true these um, were probably in production a lot earlier yeah just based then on again, that detail for- alone yeah, but then again, like, these are Hanna-Barbera productions, so they're, like, pretty cheap, and, like, the animation's kind of crap anyway, so it's it's hard to tell, like, how much time was put into this, or, like, when they started. These are all made for syndication. Yeah. So, like, it's tough to say, like, either these were all made over the course of, like, five years and then released over the course of two, or they're all being made, like, all right, we just finished uh, Yogi's Banana Hunt, and now we're putting out that one or whatever. Yeah, the, the Joan Jet or not Joan Jet? Uh, yeah, Rocking with Judy Jet. Yeah, Judy Rocking- Jetson. Joan Joan Jet, the head of our bear cartoon, would be fucking lit. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I would love to see what they would do with that. <laughs> It'd probably be just another Gem in the Holograms knockoff. Shows <laughs> um, in the Pussycats Five. Yeah. Um, so the spider bat and revolt to hypnotize Shaggy into taking the girls to a, on a field trip to Baron Bog. Uh, wow. Where, where coincidentally the cadets are training. Um, and of course, there's quicksand in Baron Bog. I'm like convinced that quicksand doesn't actually exist. Because like, you hear, yeah. you hear about it so much, but like, I, you never I hear about anything in the joke. real world. Yeah, I know this is a joke that everyone makes because of the John Mulaney bit. Oh yeah, what it the is. Fuck isn't is, it? But what the fuck is up with cartoons and quicksand? I, this I, is the second of two Scooby Doo movies that feature quicksand as like a necessary plot component. There's like a lot of um, 
quicksand used in media anyway. Like in Indiana Jones, there's the quicksand pit in Temple of Doom, right? Oh yeah. It's just used a lot. It's like this thing it's that just, it like permeates popular culture, but it like you don't really encounter it in your day to day. That's pretty funny. But like, is quicksand even a thing? I I have to look this up now because I'm genuinely curious. It definitely if it exists, even... but it's kind of like in conjunction with like sinkholes. It's that type of thing. Uh, it definitely exists, but I think it has to have very specific conditions in order to exist, but I don't remember what they are. Are you looking it up this, now? Uh, according to a 2010 article by Slate, uh, the gimmick of uh, characters getting stuck in quicksand uh, had its heyday in the 1960s when almost 3% of all films showed characters sinking in clay, mud, or sand. Weird. Three percent of every film released and distributed between 1960 and 1969 featured characters sinking in quicksand. That's so funny. That's a lot of movies. Yeah, that's thing. a lot. Like, like it doesn't. Three sound percent like a sounds lot. like a small amount. It, it doesn't sound like a whole lot, but it really is. But assume that there's like fifty or a hundred movies being made every year, or like vastly more than that, probably. Yeah. But even if it's just a hundred, that's a lot, that's a of, lot movies. of movies with quicksand. That's a lot of movies over the course of a full decade that have quicksand in it. And yes, it is real. Uh, I'm not seeing anything on Wikipedia of it being like existing in America, but it does exist. Uh, it does exist in like England uh, and Australia at the very least. I wonder if they they uh, have different like sediment components than we have over here in the states hey any listeners Maybe. share your cool quicksand stories if you have anything to <laughs> if, add if to that conversation in, if you've ever encountered quicksand right in yeah i want to yeah <laughs> I i'm curious let us it. know i'm kidding. i would yeah. love to hear about your quicksand um encounters leave an itunes review where you, <laughs> about, where you your talk to us about your quicksand encounters leave us five stars and tell us your quicksand story yeah, we would love review. that is quicksand stories the title of the episode maybe 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 <laughs> i'll like think about a it subtitle well mm, there is something that might take the place of it but i'm not for sure we'll see um, we'll see we'll we'll get to it um maybe that could be the second so, episode if we wind up breaking it up yeah, at one point, uh, they refer to Scrappy and Scooby as the Doos, that's, which is, like... That's kind of cute. It's interesting. I, I just started, like... Because at one point, while I was writing down my notes, I reached the point where I was like, how the fuck is there an e There's got to be an easier way for me to refer to Shaggy, Scooby, and Scrappy, because it's a lot to type out. But Shaggy and the Doos is a lot easier. Oh, I love so, that. That's so funny. So I wrote down Shaggy and the Doos a lot. That's real good. <laughs> I the mean, notes. they're all S names. You could do something with that. Yeah, I, I was thinking like S S cubed or whatever. Or like. But then I was S like the S gang. Or the S gang, because it can't be Mystery Inc. Because almost none of Mystery Inc. is there. Yeah, like. Scrappy is not even in Mystery Inc. As far as I'm concerned, yeah, it's only it's only two fifths of the gang yeah. <laughs> is present, and one of them is a dog. 
um it's gonna but be yeah. so fucking weird if you think about it for more than five <laughs> seconds you're like man they sure do just travel around solving mysteries with their talking dog and they're probably stoned they're all the time dog. they're stoned as shit eating like super shaggy sandwiches which is just a slice of bread some chocolate syrup and like i don't know a map. some like pu- some like salami or whatever and a map, and a map, a map. yes <laughs> and a map of the sandwich it has to have a map Fucking Scrappy, <laughs> you idiot! Um, Stupid ass. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so the girls Shaggy and the dudes go for a jog through the bog, and they say that there's a lot of rhyming in this movie. There's Can a lot of talking lot of and frogs? rhyme and puns. Are there frogs? A frog does happen at one point. I'll get to it. Fuck yeah! Um, great. I'm so glad. This is the uh, best movie. <laughs> Grim the the Grim Creeper shows up and he tries to grab Winnie, but she slashes at him and she howls. So it's a weird juxtaposition of like going from her howling to him wincing at, at the pain, because it goes <laughs> like this very quiet like. I didn't like that one bit. <laughs> but then he just goes like, "That's ah, fine." Ah, like he just like he goes from, ah, "I'm gonna eat you." Like it's just like whatever. Very very interesting tonal difference. Yeah. So, uh, he finally corners her in a shed, and uh, the spider bats come back and they hypnotize her, um, and the sound goes like way out of sync. Oh, great. Uh, Are you sure it wasn't the upload that you were watching? I'm pretty sure, because everything before and after this sequence is fine. So I think this is just in the movie. It might be the YouTube uh, version I was watching, but I I feel like it might just be the movie as a whole is like this. Maybe, who knows? Um, Because she says, I will obey Revolta, only Revolta, Uh, like, because she's being hypnotized. Yeah. But okay. what but what her mouth says is like as she's saying only Revolta, then her mouth starts moving. Ooh, that's spooky too, honestly. That so kinda makes it scarier. So you just so you hear I will obey Revolta, no mouth moving, only Revolta, mouth moving. Then it cuts to a different angle of this, and her mouth is still moving, but she's not talking anymore. And then the Grim Creeper says, one down and four to go. And the lips are synced fine there. So it has to be just Winnie. <laughs> like, the animator behind Winnie just fucked up. That's kind of upsetting. I feel like that might have freaked me out if I was a kid. Maybe. Or at the very least bothered me. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so uh, Shaggy and uh, the Dews. The Dews. <laughs> Uh, they get cornered by some alligators, and Sabella, as a bat, saves them. Um, so she's got, like, some crazy upper body strength because she just swoops down as a little tiny bat and picks up a grown man. Oh, my God. And a fully grown dog and a puppy. <laughs> All holding on for dear life. Are you taking a picture of the podcast setup? What? Are you taking a picture of the podcast setup? No. Definitely not for my Instagram story. <laughs> so at one point, one of the cadets, the cadets start singing in quicksand because of course. Yeah, of course. Um, 
and one of the cadets yell out to Tannis and Elsa, help us out of the quicksand, you know, or whatever. And Tannis says, why? Swimming in quicksand is fun. Because they're monsters. Because they're quirky Aww. and weird, and that's Cause the only quirky. joke. Because <laughs> they're creepy and kooky and a little bit spooky. Ah, isn't that funny? Uh, right. We've been doing the same joke over and over. And after they save them, they finally do get them out of the quicksand. And then there's a fade to black, and it fades back in, and like to a different shot of them talking about, now we have to find back, find our way back to camp or whatever. And like... But it's not a, a, a fade to black and fade back in from for commercials. It's just a general, like, like I don't know, shortcut for the animators, I guess. Interesting. To establish the time has passed, but will you want to stay with these characters? I don't know. It was very strange. Um, the Seeing the way that spider... these movies handle time in general is very interesting. Yeah. Because <laughs> the answer um, to that is usually not very well. I just want to say that they're... I did find the worst joke in the movie. Oh, good. Okay. Uh, it is when uh, the, 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 the spider bats are chasing after uh, Sibella, and they're fighting in the air. And the cadets are, are watching this happen, and one of the cadets says uh, that it's a real dog fight up there. And one of them says it's more like a bat fight. It gets worse because one of them calls it a real battle. Like a battle. Oh, God, that sucks. It's really rough. There's, the puns in this movie are very really bad. bad. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Oh. However, there's a joke kind of like that that I think actually works. It's, um,. Uh, it, it, the I think it's like a tweet, and it's like Batman says, like Robin, the bat sonar is losing power. Grab me a battery, and Robin's like, "What's a turry?" Because <laughs> it's a bat turry. That's good. that's pretty funny. That's I a, think that's, that's a, a good, good joke. joke. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what's a turry? <laughs> um revolta so revolta and the grim creeper they have venus spy traps uh, around that's that's cool i like that <laughs> it's just a it's just one of those like plants with like a long like stocking and then at the top of it is just like an eyeball with eyelids that blink and eyelashes oh that sounds awesome i love that yeah uh so it's kind of weird because like it's so she can spy on them sometimes like if you squirt water at it it'll rush into revolta's lair okay sometimes as if they're like inside the eyeball sometimes uh they can like retreat into the ground sometimes uh like uh it's like a little porthole that they're looking out of and sometimes it's a giant tv screen with like a whole lot of buttons and levers and stuff i'm looking up a picture of these things and i typed in venus spy trap and the first thing that popped up was venus fly traps near you and i was like yes i would like to know where they are i want to know where some some kinky <laughs> ready to go venus fly traps hot are. singles in your area are these Venus spy traps milfs? 
Are they hot <laughs> milfs in your area? Well, it's literally just an eye on a stocking. So, yeah. Um, but, and so, so, there's a shot where it's the shed from, like, the, the spy trap's point of view. And it's projected onto, like, a computer screen uh, in Revolta's Lair. But for some reason, it removes the background from around the shed. So it's just the shed in, like, a gray void. Spooky. Are you sending me the Instead picture? Of, or do you have a screenshot of uh, it? I don't have a screenshot of it, but I, at least I don't I don't think I do, oh, okay, never unfortunately. Mind but it is, like, it's just the concept of it is very funny. Um, like, just, I don't know. It's just weird that, like, they they couldn't go to the trouble of... I don't know, adding in just a little bit of background detail or color or whatever. Maybe they just forgot. Um, Maybe it was like a placeholder and they just never got back to yeah. it. Put some gray down there. Oh, damn it, Gerald. We're airing tomorrow. Didn't render anything. <laughs> it's just gray. <laughs> Gerald. It's just gray. We're, this is going on CBS tomorrow night. We have to... All right, fine. Just going to have a gray background around the shed. Why does he vaguely sound like Kermit the Frog? <laughs> Ah, it's fine. I'm Kermit the Frog, and you have not animated your background correctly. <laughs> you are fired. Um, You'll never work in this town again. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh. So, with all of the Grimwood girls uh locked in the shed, Revolta uses magic. Magic. To conjure rocket-powered broomsticks on the back of the shed. That launched the entire shed and its, uh, like, foundational support system off into the air to get to Revolta's castle lair. I don't know what charades you were doing there, but it was fun. <laughs> Blast off. Yeah, it's just like the whole shed is lifted off of the ground by these rocket-powered broomsticks. I mean, that sounds like... It's very strange. I would. I think the rocket-powered broomstick is pretty funny, but the whole, like, I summon a... the is a little bit much. Yeah, it's like, it I summon the... It would make more sense if she just had the... them. It wouldn't... Yeah, she could just... She has magic. She could just teleport them into her house. She doesn't need to, like, no, I'll put you in a shed, and then I'll, like, bring the shed to me with, like, a rocket boost like or whatever. It like, to yourself. That's weird. Just fucking teleport yeah. <laughs> with your magic powers. Oh, great like, witch. You could save a lot of time and effort. And, like, I mean, it's creative, I guess, but, like, you don't need that right now. It would be a lot easier. And it also wouldn't leave, like, a trail for you to follow, you know? Because they just follow the shed to her place. Also, hey, there's a bit a where, like... giant shed flying through the... Yeah, I did. It went that way. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, you'd probably be able to track it pretty quickly. So Shaggy, Scoopy, Scrappy, and Matches. Because I forgot to mention that Matches is here for all of this. Uh, Who's Matches? The, little, the dragon. Oh, right. Miss Grimwood's pet dragon. Who doesn't like Scooby, but they learn to get along eventually. They learn a little thing uh, about each other. Yeah. Um, they get uh, into Shaggy's van. Shaggy turns on the van and looks at Scooby and says, We need to track that shack, get the girls back before their scary folks even know they're not back. Huh. So, um, funny thing. 
uh, Discord yeah. went silent as you were quoting that, so I heard like only the first half, which is God sparing me, I think. Track that shack, get the girls back before the scary folks even know they're not back. You made me have to listen I get to what... it. What? You made me have to listen to it. <laughs> yeah, so, again, they like rhymes and they like puns, but it's not a very good rhyme or joke, because They just said it back weird, with... like, cool, no you, human being yeah. talks like that. Yeah, get the girls back before they're folks even know they're not back what does that mean you just want an excuse to say something that ends with act again and it's back again yeah you rhymed back with the back i always congratulations I always love, glenn leopold i always love um whenever there's a uh like a song and they have like the same word as like the rhyme i'm like yep so certainly does rhyme with so good job <laughs> yeah. so Leah, yes. I want you to know yes. that Shaggy's fan is in quicksand again. Didn't that happen in Boo Brothers? It happened in Boo Brothers. The car is just in quicksand. He just has a real bad time parking his car yeah. in not quicksand. In not quicksand. He's got a homing device. He needs device. to enter... He needs to enter himself into a competition for parking his car in quicksand the best. He would be the winner, that's for sure. Like a, hey, who can drive your car into quicksand the fastest competition? Shaggy Norville. Shaggy wins. Shaggy Norville Shagster Rogers. <laughs> Sha- Sha- Norville the Shaggin Wagon Rogers. great i'm glad you uh, like that <laughs> yeah uh so the callaway cadets they very briefly consider saving shaggy and scrappy and scooby from the quicksand they only consider it because their handbook tells them to help vehicles in danger oh my god what sociopaths and then they realize no we can't do that we can't aid and abet the enemy they say that, and it's like, hey, man. These are children. <laughs> these are children, for starters. Secondly, the enemy is your rival school. And three, they saved you not five minutes ago from drowning in quicksand. Yeah. So you can lend them a hand. Also, I cannot stress this enough. They're children, like. Yeah, they're children. Well, uh, they're, the children aren't in the van. It's just Shaggy and the dudes. Oh, okay. But the children are like, the children cadets are like, man, we can't help this old man not die. This old fucking hippie not suffocate to death in his car. Yeah. (laughs) Fucking, he does drugs. He should be dead. That's what I, the military says. (laughs) God. Um, so Matches goes over and starts, like, snarling at them with some fire in his, in his throat. And they're like, actually, you know what? We will, we will help you push the car out. That's funny. (laughs) And then, and then, and then they're like, hey, come on, we need to go, we need to go save the, the girls from, uh, Revolta or whatever. And the, and the cadets are like, no way. We're not gonna help them. Ew. And it's like. You fucking bootlickers. Yeah, they literally 
saved your life and you're like no thank you <laughs> no um, no none of that so they yes. get to they get to revolta's castle it's wild to me that she just has a whole ass castle yeah, right in this in the middle of this bog <laughs> bog and like is this in any <laughs> particular fuck? state where is this I don't know. It's somewhere with a swamp. Everyone has American accents, so I'm assuming America. Perhaps Florida. But it's some... Flor- Florida. Flor- Florida. Possibly. No one has a southern accent, though. Mm. I don't know. It's either way. Weird. So they find a castle. They find the castle, and Scrappy's like, I know how to get in. And he makes a catapult out of an old tree and a, and a barbell. That they had in the back of the van. Yeah, because Shaggy's so fucking he... shredded. <laughs> Pumping fucking iron, <laughs> getting those pectoral muscles like out the wazoo. Why do you think they call him? Um, why, why do you think they call him the Shaggin wagon? The Shag, more like the Chad. Um, <laughs> Move over, uh, Fred. There's a new Shag. <laughs> um. But yeah, so he just weighs down the top of this old tree with a giant weight, and then they, like, let, they push the weight off, and then they launch out of the tree into the castle, and everything's fine. Yeah. It's the most, like, likely-to-fail plan ever devised by any, any god, man, or animal. In this case, Scrappy-Doo. <laughs> yeah. Who is God? Oh, um, <laughs> I didn't expect to learn that uh, today. Yeah, uh, so Revolta says that she's gonna make a spell that will turn the girls evil forever. Uh, she will revoltize them at the stroke of midnight. See, for some reason, whenever I hear her name, I'm always stuck on the volt part. Yeah. Which makes it, to me, seem like she's, like, electrically powered. No. Which isn't the case, but I just think of, like, she's no, just gonna it, electrocute it's, them. It's because, like, literally every time she says something, like, vaguely evil, Grim Creeper says, How revolting! And it's like, yeah, we get it. He's like it. a hype man. That's it. so funny. He's like a hype man. Yeah, he's like, he's like, like, the the buddy that, like, a YouTuber has in the background of their vlogs. Like, yeah, man. I'm all about that. Or, like, uh... He's, like, he's, like, uh... Guillermo is to Jimmy Kimmel on the Jimmy Kimmel show. Or whatever. That's funny. Like he's just there to be like, yeah, and I'm here too. I, or whatever. I, I also support this. Um, so matches, uh... Matches, they try to break into the castle. Uh, matches tries to melt the lock with his fire breath. But he can't. So Scooby goes over and it's like, allow he me. He vomits on it and his fucking <laughs> stomach no. acid dissolves it. He just spits like, he, Scooby just rolls up and spits acid on his fucking lung. His horrible powers have no. been revealed. No, Leo, that's, that's stupid and ridiculous. What he does is he picks the lock with his tail. You fucking dunce. Mine is a lot more. It's scary, the obvious solution. Mine is a lot spookier. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And this is the Halloween episode, so we do need to be a bit spooky. A little bit spooky, yeah. Yeah, I think Ty. I think you need to get Tyler in here. Put like a a white sheet over them and just sit them in the corner 
and like just have them in the background as just a have prop. a ghost in the back tyler's a prop <laughs> the prop ghost yeah <laughs> um so they're walking through the castle and they find a mirror and in the mirror is like an evil reflection of you oh i think i remember this yeah, it has, like, a weird, like, werewolfy demon face. Yeah, I remember that. With, like, pointed ears and, like, a twisted grin and, like, crazy eyes. Um, and Shaggy is taken into the mirror and is replaced by his evil reflection. What? Uh, yeah, so Shaggy's replaced on? for a bit. This movie has so much. Exactly. It's so, like, it's all over the place, but in a different way from boo brothers was like it's all in the service of one singular story as opposed to 40 so it's not juggling a whole lot it's just weird shit happens it's like they didn't have an end in mind and they were just like and then uh a mirror monster pops up and they that distracts them for a bit and then uh there's a well dweller which we'll get to oh my god Um, how much more notes do you have on this uh not too much leo doubts me. i doubt you uh-huh. uh so the mirror monster is actually kind of scary like he's still voiced by casey Kasem because he's the form of shaggy but like it's he he's doing a different voice he's not like oh man i'm the scary monster now or whatever so he's funny. like He's like, Scooby-Doo, and like, whatever. It's like kind of creepy. That's so funny. <laughs> it's kind Scooby. of funny, but it's all <laughs> Scooby. I take your I'm, soul. <laughs> I'm here to kill you, Scooby. <laughs> I will bathe in your entrails, Scoobert. You can't outrun the mirror monster. Um, Zoinks. <laughs> so, there's a bit where... Uh, scooby just uh tannis is mopping the floor of the castle because she's under uh revolta's control and scooby stands next to her and also mops and she he disguises himself as a mummy by wrapping himself up in some wrappings i guess like he stole some from her from her body and wrapped them around himself i guess he's appropriating Um, mummy culture and the mirror monster comes up and is like hey, excuse me, have you seen, like, an ugly dog come through here? And Scooby says, ugly? Uh, I mean, he went that way. <laughs> like, he actually goes, like... He's seen a really I'm, fucked I'm, up, I'm... ugly-ass dog. <laughs> he just goes, ugly? I'm ugly? Like, he's a little hurt by it, but it's it's for, like, only a second. It's really funny. Have you seen just, like, the most busted-ass dog you've ever seen? <laughs> Have you seen fucking Kermit from Jenna Marbles, like, run through here? I love Kermit. He's such a good dog. Kermit from Jenna Marbles. Not Jenna Marbles' dog, Kermit. Oh, my God. So. You know how, like, people call characters from different things, like, their name and then, like, the show that they're like from? Like, Taco, Taco Adventure Zone or, yeah, like, or, like uh, Sans, Sans Undertale. Undertale. Yeah. It's Kermit Jenna Marbles. <laughs> <laughs> Not Kermit Marbles. Kermit Jenna Marbles. <laughs> oh, I'm God. in the, I'm in the, I'm in Kermit Jenna Marbles stan. <laughs> I'm the, in the Jenna Marbles it. fandom. 
That makes you Leo Media Cage. <laughs> oh my god, you're right. I'm Jesse's best boy. <laughs> nice. Oh. <laughs> Leo just shined a little red light up his nose and it it did a weird thing. <laughs> I'm playing with a laser pointer. <laughs> and it made my nose glow, but not where I expected. <laughs> it's like up in the ridge of my fucking nose. Not. I'm so glad this is an audio medium. <laughs> Can we cut this? <laughs> we can. <laughs> will we? Time will tell. Um, there's a, so, a mop, the mop bucket gets stuck on the mirror monster's head as Scooby runs away. And Scrappy finds him, and he's, like, totally just shaggy from, like, the neck down. So he's like, here, Shaggy, let me get that off of you. And he takes the bucket off. And he says, you're not shaggy, and you look a lot better with this on. And he puts the bucket back on. Roast it's like, him. damn. Fucking get his fucking ass. Fucking him. Uh, matches lights his ass on fire, and he runs back into the mirror because he hates... He's like, this place is dangerous. I'm getting out of here. Well, it's almost like shit. some common. It's almost like some commentary on modern society. Like, he's like, oh, the world's dangerous, and everyone's on their phone. Oh, I don't <laughs> like it here anymore. I'm going back to the mirror dimension. Fucking millennials. I'm going back to my home universe. I'm throwing Shaggy back into his home dimension. You guys use Facebook? A... Oh, God. Bye. This is a weird fucking movie. Yeah. Absolutely bananas. God. Um, Scooby is still dresses the mummy, by the way. And he ends up falling into Revolta's uh, lair. Her specific chamber. And she legit thinks that he's Tannis. Like, they're like, Shaggy? oh, have you finished my... No, Scooby in, like, the mummy wrapping. He's, like, qu quadrupedal, like, dog well, he's, he's standing child. on he's standing on two legs. Absolutely but he's, like, not. He That's still has worse. a whole ass tail. Yeah. That's even worse. He's fucking Can you imagine seeing a, seeing a Great Dane on its back legs wrapped as a mummy and somebody trying to pass it off as a human child? That'd be Being like, oh yeah, that's a that's a three year old mummy. Yeah, that's, sure. That's a that's a that's a toddler. No, it's so fucking weird. Um, it doesn't last very long. The the charade. Um, and uh, the Grim Creeper threatens to drop him into the the bottom of a well, and uh, Scrappy and Shaggy run run over. And uh, Scrappy says, put my Uncle Scooby down, you big meanie. And the Grim Creeper says, I've only just begun to be mean. Just like such a Saturday morning cartoon villain thing to say. Yeah, like, like yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna be mean. real fucking nasty. What are you gonna do about it? And at the bottom of the well, Leo, my friend. The well dweller? Is the giant well dweller. And I'm sending you a picture of him because I feel like you would really enjoy him. <laughs> I want everyone to look up Well Dweller Scooby Doo because it's the funniest fucking guy in the world. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna eat you, Scooby Doo. He's so fucking funny. He's a big purple Barney the Dinosaur looking ass. <laughs> But like, like three with, eye stalks, they're really funny. With three eye stalks, big giant pointy teeth, 
and he like orange spikes on his back and then it cuts back to the cadets and they're like, man, we can't sleep. We feel guilty because we didn't help look for the girls. And it's like, yeah, you fucking didn't, you pricks. Yeah, good um, lord. And so they're like, we have to go help. We have to go help. And so... The, remember how one of them's an inventor? Yes. So they invented, like, the Flintstone flyer from the Flintstones. Okay. And they get in it and start flying over. Like, it's one of those, like, little helicopters that's, like, uh, you pedal and it flies. Oh, like, okay, it's one of yeah. those situations. Do those actually work? Probably not, right? I don't, I don't think so. Yep. I think it's just a cartoon thing. I, I think it's just a... That, I, I, that's why I refer to it as the Flintstone flyer. Yeah. Because that's the first time I've ever seen it, and it's the only time I can ever imagine it working is in a Hanna-Barbera production. Yeah, in some sort of drawn medium where you can just do the, whatever. The, uh, the, the cave, the well dweller really reminds me of the Bumble from, uh, the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer holiday special. Oh, yeah. Like, He's like the abominable snowman. He's like... <laughs> like the big... He really reminds me of that. Like, just in appearance-wise and personality. Because Scrappy starts playing with, like a, bouncy, like, a bouncy ball and throws it around the cave. And that distracts the well monster. And then he, like, just lets them out. While he, like, has this, like... He, he, he catches the ball and is, like in between his teeth and he's doing like a and then travis yeah. mcelroy hunts him for sport <laughs> I will oh always, yeah i will i was confused because joke. i was like why would he do that he's a good boy he wouldn't do that and i was like oh right yukon cornelius looks like travis mcelroy I, I will always find that joke funny any dude with a um, beard i'm like fuck that fuck yeah that's travis mcelroy so they run up the scales of the well dweller to get out of the well, and Shaggy calls it a well dweller vader. Okay, that's pretty funny. <laughs> it's kind of fun. I, I kind of so, like that. There's look, there's there's kind of a ticking clock at this point because uh, at the stroke of midnight they're gonna turn evil forever. Uh, and Shaggy looks down at his wrist and it's like, oh no, it's almost time. And he has a Scooby. He has a Scooby-Doo wristwatch where the hands are Scooby's actual hands. <laughs> it's kind of weird that he has his own dog's merch. <laughs> Wouldn't you, though? I mean, yeah, but it's still kind of odd that <laughs> that one. He he's not famous. He doesn't like. He just has. He got merch a custom. He got a custom yeah. Scooby-Doo watch. I don't know. I think it's, that's kind of fun. It's fun. I'm sure but it's... there's something like that out there. Almost certainly. It's just it's just odd. Um, so, Revolta comments... Oh, also, she makes a potion, not a spell, uh, that goes directly into the girls' brains. Oh my god. So, like, they're all wearing, like, those, like, hair salon things. Like, those, like, domes over your head. Yeah. Uh, and there's, like, the potion is going into the dome. So, like, I don't know. But Revolta refers to them as an evil SWAT team to do her bidding. SWAT team? Goodness. Which is a weird way of phrasing it. And also, I don't know how that makes you the most powerful witch. Yeah. But go off, I guess. Um, also, Elsa's nose disappears for a lot of frames. <laughs> There's like a full... 
like second or two seconds of dialogue where she's like stand where she's just keeping her head in one position and in that position she is not drawn with the nose oh no so um, they just didn't like there's they did the frame wrong and then they held on that frame for a while so it was just bad. yes oh, yes no, that sucks um revolta turned scooby into a frog I told you frogs were going to come into this eventually. Great. Okay, awesome. And Shaggy says... <laughs> Shaggy... Shaggy says... Oh, no. Shaggy says... Ward in the world? <laughs> she done to you, Scoop? Wart in the world? <laughs> oh, like, no. Stones have warts <laughs> That's so, so dumb. stupid. It's the dumbest joke in the world, but oh my god, it's so funny. <laughs> it's funny b- because of just how dumb this situation is. Wart. Uh, he turns back into a regular dog. Um, and they're like, how are we gonna get out of here? Or whatever. They throw Revolta's wand into the potion cauldron. And she's like, no, it'll explode. Um, then you didn't think there was going to explosion happen. Uh, so that's a fun little Halloween surprise. Huh. Uh, the Callaways show up and they drop down a little ladder and they fly the Grimwood girls and Shaggy and the Dews to safety from the explosion. And Revolta yells out, they haven't seen the last of Revolta. I still have my broomsticks. And she launches off with her and the Grim Creeper on broomsticks. And then an explosion launches out of the window, targeted directly at them and their broomsticks. And the broomsticks, like, disintegrate and they fall to their deaths. They fucking die? Oh my god. Like, off screen, they just fall. And it's just implied that, like, they just die. Um, Oh my god. Because, like, look, there's a lot of, like... Uh, this year is the 50th anniversary of Scooby-Doo. Yeah. And to celebrate, they've done a couple of direct-to-DVD movies that are sort of continuations of, like, old Scooby-Doo properties. Like, they did The Curse of the 13th Ghost, which was a continuation of um, The 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo. And they yes. did uh, Return to Zombie Island, which is obviously a direct sequel to Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island. And they haven't done anything for the ghoul school girls, except for they had uh, a, a guest appearance in a recent episode of uh, OKKO OK Let's Be Heroes. I never saw that, but I do watch OKKO. It, OK it was a very cute episode. I haven't seen any other episodes of OKKO, OK but that episode was very good. I like OKKO. OK it's a good show. And uh, Pat Music, Susan Blue, and... Uh, uh Rusty Taylor all reprise their roles uh, oh, that's from the great. original movie. I didn't as, know that. Uh, as Phantasma, uh uh Sabella and Elsa, which is which is nice. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah. Um so we cut back to the the to Grimwood. And um all all the parents are there celebrating that hey, everything's fine and Revolta's defeated and Shaggy saved the day and whatever. Um and the Callaway kids are there too. And Scrappy Doo. Leo. Hmm. My friend. Yes. Scrappy Doo is rapping. Oh my god, what? 
<laughs> you were like kind of like zoning out a little bit. I think you're like, yeah, I'm trying, whatever. We're, we're wrapping this up a bit. And then I said that, and you literally jumped up and yelled, what? Yeah, I, sh I like shot out of my chair. You were, you were shocked by that, as was I, to discover Scrappy-Doo rapping. In the 80s. <laughs> So in the 80s. It's 80s rap. And here's the thing. He's not terrible at it, which is the worst part. That's really he's... funny. Um, He's just rapping about, like, the plot of the movie and, like, there's that character over there and he's doing the dance with that chair or whatever. Like, he's just doing that. Cool, okay. Um, Love those types of songs. Uh, and, uh... At the party, Miss Grimwood tells Shaggy that uh, they're getting ready to introduce their new students, which are an alien, a black lagoon creature, and a little Godzilla in a skirt. That's so and cute! Her, and behind her is actual Godzilla. <laughs> just straight up, like, just you just see his giant foot. And, behind, and in front of her, in front of him is a little tiny dinosaur with a skirt and That's a bow. That's so in her cute. <laughs> it's very cute. And Shaggy's like, oh, hell no, I'm getting the hell out of here yeah, before I that. get squished. Fuck that entirely. Um, they they drive off and they, they howl goodbye. Um, and that's the end of that. Um, something I didn't mention in this episode, uh, or the last one, but I want to bring up is the score in these movies is really good. Really? Um, yeah. Uh, Sven Leibach or Liebach? Liebach? I'm not no sure. Idea. Uh, uh, composed the score and conducted it. So there was an orchestra behind this, supposedly, which is interesting because it sounds huh. pretty synthy. But yeah, it's a really good score. I wish there was like a like a physical or digital release of like the instrumental music because it's pretty good it's like catchy stuff in the background um uh leo i was watching the credits oh no scrappy's rap music and lyrics by they have specific section just for scrappy's rap and the someone, lyrics is it someone notable oh no so it's Glenn Leopold, the screenwriter. Okay. Obviously. William Hanna and Joseph Barbera both helped co-write <laughs> the the song. They didn't help write the movie, but they wrote the fucking song for Whoa, it. Oh, okay. Whatever. And, <laughs> and composer John Debney, who is like okay. a noteworthy composer. Uh he's done a lot of like stuff with Disney movies. Uh Okay. He was on the music department for The Jungle Book, Iron Man 2, uh, The Greatest Showman, Passion of the Christ, Whoa, uh, Chicken what? Little. Yeah, yeah, he's done, like, quite a few, like, scores and stuff. Uh, he's, like, a pretty notable composer for, like, film and television. Interesting. Um, but yeah, he just, uh, straight up <laughs> helped co-write, uh, the, the Scrappy Rap from uh from scooby-doo and the ghoul school i bet he's really is... proud of that yeah holy shit i'm so i'm so glad that i discovered this about john debney's dark past dark past yeah <laughs> his God. sinful crimes 
Yeah. Also, he did the score for uh, Emperor's New Groove, which was our topic last week. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Interesting synergy. So that, that's, yeah, that's fun. Um, yeah, what a, <laughs> what a little situation there. Uh, I gotta say, it's a lot better in a lot of ways than Boo Brothers was. I can agree with that, just based on what you've been saying. I, I came to, I had this thought earlier uh before we started recording boo brothers is a really good movie to like put on in the background while you're doing something else like if you're cleaning house or you're playing minecraft or whatever you can like have it on the background and every so often you'll walk in and like look at the screen you'll be like what the fuck this is wild like they're fucking the people behind this are wild and look at them they're doing some crazy stuff what what is what does Shriek go up to that wacky rap scallion? You don't really pay attention, Mister Rob Paulson. Movie, this movie, I think, would make a fun drinking game. Yeah. Like every time they have a terrible pun, or every time someone says oh "fantastic," God. you would die. Like you would literally, you would have to switch to water like twenty minutes into the movie. Like literally. Yeah. Like you'd have to alternate. I think for every pun and every fantastic, every revolting. Uh, <laughs> There's a lot of that. I feel like this is a fun movie to, like, watch with a group of friends and actually, like, pay attention to, like, what's going on just because it's so wild. It seems like there's, like, a decent amount of creativity for it, so it probably is, like, okay to watch. It's probably decently fun to watch. It's just not very good. It's just, like, not very well executed. It's just not very good because there isn't a whole lot of personality to the characters. Like, the designs have a lot of personality and, like... Like, the design of this movie is really good. Yeah, it sounds The neat. characters' individual personalities, they're kind of non-existent because they yeah. only have the one joke, really, with each character. is just, they're weird. They're like the Addams Family or the Munsters. They're like, they're weird and they don't quite fit in with normal people. And no one really notices why. Except for Scooby and Shaggy, and I that's like, like the one joke. I feel like if they had more time, or this was like a <clears throat> a bigger project, it would have been better. Uh, for a really long time, I was convinced that this movie and Reluctant Werewolf, and to a lesser extent, Boo Brothers, were kind of acting as backdoor pilots for like their own spinoff shows. Hmm. Because I feel like this this is not a Scooby Doo movie. Like, this is, like, the premise of this is some gym teachers show up, and it's a school of monsters, and there's, like, a plot from an evil witch to kidnap the students. That is not a Scooby-Doo plot. That is, like, a a plot from, like, like, I don't know, Scary Godmother, or, uh, like, one of those, like, direct-to-video Halloween things that air on Cartoon Network every couple of years, you know? Like Casper it's not... Scare School and shit like that. Yeah, it's a- it's Casper a, it's Scare a Casper School Scare was Scare really school. good. Yeah. I remember def- really liking that movie as a kid. It's probably weird as fuck and probably doesn't hold up super well now, but I'm sure yeah. it's still pretty fun to watch. Yeah. I'm convinced, though, this is, like- a great idea for like a cartoon in the 80s this would have been like hanna-barbera's monster high in like yeah, the late yeah. 80s early 90s and hanna-barbera wasn't doing great in the 80s they were like right tiptoeing up to the line of just selling it all to warner brothers yeah so i think it's this would have been great if they had actually made a show of this there was no like pitches or anything i can't find any confirmation that this was the intention but i really have to guess that that's it and i really feel like 
these characters would benefit from like a tv show especially now yeah like, a tv yeah. show with like a lot of personality and a lot of like i don't know get like selena gomez to voice one of the girls or whatever, yeah, whatever. and like <laughs> sure they they probably would do something like that but like just have like a lot of personality these characters have like some women writers on board like i feel like this could be a really fun show of yeah. like I'm glad the that OKKO kind of um, had the characters, like, revamped yeah. a little bit. That is cool. I haven't seen that episode. I need to watch it. It's super cute, and the the animation style is very fun, and it's a lot more, like, I feel like it would work well. I feel like it would the... work well in OKKO style. Yeah. It, like, it works really well, and the characters are really a lot more, like, energetic, and they have a lot more to do than just, we play volleyball sometimes, and, like... Yeah, they don't have just one joke now. Yeah, I feel like like a show with actual personality and characters, it would work. If Monster High hadn't stolen the fucking idea, ruined it already. <laughs> Monster Monster, I like Monster High. I've never watched I it, watched... but just like I wish that... I watched a little bit of like some of the little movies or show clips or whatever, and it's like pretty okay. Yeah. I don't, I'm not crazy about the art style. I know they're supposed to look like fucking Bratz dolls, but I wish they were like cooler looking. Yeah, I love the idea of like monster school. I think that's scenario fun. Things. Yeah, like Monster Prom is very fun. I like yeah. Monster Prom a lot for that reason. I feel like this would be a great like Tiny Toon Adventures. Like they're in school to learn how to be cartoon characters, but they're monsters instead, and they're learning how to be monsters. Like their teacher can be like Dracula, and Sabella is like, "Uh, Dad, you're embarrassing me. Enough with the blah yeah, blah. We get it. Like that could be fun. Like if they played around with that. But as it stands, we don't have that, and that's very disappointing to me. Um, yeah. Get get to work on it, Warner Brothers. What are you doing? You're sleeping on this yeah, amazing right. opportunity for cash. Make it happen. Make it happen. As people say. Make it happen. Make, like, uh, Scooby-Doo Ghoul School 2, like, that would be fun, seeing, like, Fred and Daphne and Velma interact with them. That could be fun, and maybe the kids are, like, older. Yeah, maybe the kids are older. So there's not, like, a three-year-old. Yeah, there's not just, like, straight up a toddler, and, like, everyone else <laughs> is, like, ten or whatever. Because she literally sucks her thumb, like, in the movie a oh, lot. Oh, God, yeah, she is really young. Yeah. Like, she just, like, well, she doesn't, like, suck her thumb, but she just, like, like, absentmindedly just puts it in there. Like, that's where she like keeps L it. Like Elle from Death Note. Sure. Oh, God, how cringy. <laughs> You're the one who's fucking referencing Death Note, you fucking, you fucking weeb. Get your shit Death together. Death Note, I feel like, is, I feel like Death Note is culturally relevant enough that a lot of people, like, know about it. Mm -hmm. If you run in, like, various media circles, you're probably decently aware of Death Note. That's true. Uh, also, Death it, Note. it's been a while since we've done this, but I'm giving this movie three out of five trophies for our mummy case. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Uh, which is a, a score better than Boo Brothers, um, I would feel. I think so, too. Yeah, I feel like it's warranted. Uh, I really, honestly, I, I've, I like doing the little history of episodes, and they're a lot quicker <laughs> uh, yes. and, like, easier to record. That's definitely the format that I prefer, for sure. But I I really like, like, this chaotic, wild, like, energy that comes from us talking about... The scene by scene. Yes, yeah, scene by scene, frame by frame, talking about fucking... We've talked about this movie for an hour longer than the movie actually is. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. Which I feel 
is a good sign that we're doing something right or we're doing something horribly wrong. If you dis- if you think that we're doing something right, uh, donate to our Patreon. Link in the description. <laughs> you can donate to my coffee. 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 Directly to my PayPal. Is that I guess. it for? Is that our? Is that it for our? Scooby Doo and the Ghoul School episode. Yeah. Do you want to close it out? I think I think that's our that's our Ghoul School spooktacular. Um, yeah, that was our Halloween episode. That was our Halloween was episode. That was spooky. our first. We did our first special. I'm so excited. Yeah, I've I I wanted to do because we were kind of gearing up to do our podcast around this time last year. We've almost been working on this for a year, by the way. Which that's is really crazy. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm happy about mm-hmm. it. But um, yeah, we I was wanting to do. I think we were both wanting to do um like Halloween or. Holiday specials in general for this time of the year. I really want to do just, a very special Christmas special. Yeah, I'd love to do and a Christmas I, special. I think I'm definitely gonna do Land Before Time three, the time of the Great Giving for Thanksgiving. Oh, that's good. I was thinking about doing like a special autumn episode where, Ooh. and I wanted to talk about Moomin for that one. Oh, that's good. Because, yeah, because Autumn features like relatively heavily in the the ongoing story, mm-hmm. so I might I might try to work on that sometime. Yeah, maybe in like November. Yeah, that's cool. So yeah, we'll be having some holiday specials coming up. Hopefully, um, mm-hmm. listen to us on Spotify. Uh, you can follow us on Spotify and subscribe to us on YouTube and Google Play. Um, and uh, we don't want to show favoritism. Google Play, Breaker, Anchor FM, soon to be iTunes. Yeah, soon to be iTunes. We're working on that. We're working on it. Um, something else. Forgot what it was. Where can we find you? You can find me uh, under your bed. Ooh, uh, ooh, spooky. <laughs> or in your closet. All up in your Twitter account. Or behind the the spooky uh shower curtain. Did I ever tell you about the polar bear and the shower curtain thing? Tell me off air. Let's close it out. <laughs> okay. It's a funny story. It's a funny little cute story. Is, is it quick? It's quick. When I was a little kid, okay. uh, I was staying the summer at my aunt's house, and there was uh, upstairs whenever I went to pee, the shower curtain was always closed in her bathroom, and I was always scared that there was a giant polar bear behind the shower curtain in a the polar bathtub. polar bear specifically. That's and just when beach I, bear. That's just beach bear. He's hanging out in your shower. And when I would flush the toilet he would, like, be alerted to my presence and, like, come out and eat me. So whenever oh I, whenever I would be there, I would, like, flush the toilet and just fucking dart. I would make a... I would just book it out of that room and into <laughs> into where I was hanging out in. The safety of the outer world. That's yeah. so funny. <laughs> to avoid just, this polar bear in the bathtub. That's just Beach Bear taking a shower. Oh, cool. He's getting clean. Yeah. Cleaning up all, that, all the sand and sun that he got at the beach. Yeah, cleaning off all that sunscreen. <laughs> he's uh, fine. You can, he won't hurt you. He's a cool you, dude. You can find me uh, at Grinch underscore Fat on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you can uh, also follow us on YouTube at the Media Cage. Uh, yes. And should I plug my Kofi? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I uh, recently got a Kofi. Uh, I don't super know how it works, um, but you can uh, drop a couple couple bucks in uh there as like a little tip for me because unlike leo i don't have a a job at all i don't pay bills so it evens out a little bit but also i i'm depressed and have no money so please help me out i uh, i'm I'm gonna guilt you into giving me money 
I uh, do have a job, but I uh, do pay bills, actually. So I, I will plug my Kofi next time. I forgot what it is, but I do have one. <laughs> I haven't used it in a while. But uh, you can also find me on Twitter at uh, guacheboy, G-O-U-A-C-H-E underscore boy. And you can find my art uh, account on Instagram at gboidles, G period B-O-Y-D-L-E-S. Um, <laughs> I've been posting some stuff from my uh, computer animation class, so that's been fun. And just like yeah. drawings of stuff that I've been into. You can find my rock fire explosion doodles on there. Um, yeah. So, what are we doing next time? You've been wanting to do VeggieTales for a bit, right? Yeah, I've been sitting on this VeggieTales episode for a hot second. Uh, so, next time I guess we'll do the VeggieTales thing. We need to record the Best Boys proper yes. at some point. Uh, we also need to do the Land Before Time thing before Thanksgiving. So, we, we got our work cut out for us. We're, we'll figure it out. We'll figure uh, it out. Yeah. We're, trying to, we're trying to have a bit more of a consistent upload schedule uh now that we're on you know streaming platforms so you can actually yeah, listen to us yeah we, that's been a very powerful motivator for us to like you know yeah we're trying content. to cultivate actual like uh, an actual audience so maybe hopefully i won't have to get a job because jobs make me anxious and i would rather do this for a living we all would so yeah. um thank you for listening uh join us next time when we talk about veggie details and other fascinating topics um when we talk about those good christian vegetables yay yeah the christian vegetables um if we are on itunes by this point uh give us a review leave us a yeah leave us a five-star review hopefully if you like yeah. the content if you don't like it maybe keep your mouth shut yeah. um <laughs> maybe maybe don't leave a review Maybe give us a five-star review anyway and just say, this sucks in, like, the description. And <laughs> yeah, that's I don't it. care what you say as long as you rate us, okay? Yeah. but My anyway. nose is bleeding. That's mysterious and spooky. What? Hall- really? Yeah, what a good way to end our Halloween episode. I'm bleeding out the nose. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening to Best Boys Deep Dive, and we will see you next time. Let's I'm gonna get, go get cleaned some, up. Yeah, I'm going to go get some medical attention. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Uh, spooky. Boo. Ooh, I'm dying, Scoob. Yeah, God. Bye-bye, Jesse. <laughs> Bye-bye. You're a ghost now. Woo. And she was never seen again. Bye.